But, I mean, it is what it is for a car, because it's, like, the Type I. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're paying for the special model. I mean, yeah, pretty cool. And it is, like, kind of like a track car. It's just, for what you're spending on, there's other cooler cars. And I'm a Honda guy. And there's, like, some other cooler cars you can get that make more horsepower or... Well, I mean, when you get into the the Type R, I mean, let's see how much the Type R is right now. I think that MSRPs, they went up, like, it's close to 40, I've gone 40, 40K. Civic. Civic Type R. C2020. Yeah, they will. Oh, they actually did do a redesign. Yeah, so they, said they changed the front. They changed the front. Uh, they did some other stuff. They also have a special edition one. I believe they're only coming up with. Could be wrong. Six hundred, and it's the yellow. It's pixie yellow. So. But you're looking at thirty six nine nine five starting though starting. Yeah. So who knows? That could be like. You have a key. You don't have like. It's like the little thing. Oh, you know what though is you know what the dealerships have been doing lately with all these other cars is they up the price on them. So it's like it's not going to be. Yeah, they put them over sticker because they're yeah. desirable. What was it? The Subaru uh, STI RA. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was one they were throwing like ten grand over sticker, and you're only getting like an extra twenty horsepower or something. Yeah, it's not worth it. It was like stupid. I guess the nostalgia of the car. If it's like if you're into it, some people are into uh, certain cars like that. You know, like, if you're a diehard Subaru fan, you True. Know. Well, you obviously know I have an Evo, so... Yeah, I know. So if you I had something, mind. like, if an Evo came out with, like, a special edition... Because you were still made. Yeah. The Jackie Chan edition? Oh, yeah. 122 grand. Oh, jeez. What's the other one, too? There's the red one from Japan. I think, what is it? Is it Evo... Is it a... Th- the FQ... It's red stripes. Oh, oh, Tommy Mackinac yes. edition. Yeah. Yes. I don't even know how much one of those would be. They've gone up in price. I know. I know that. Those are such cool little cars. Like, I, I'm a diehard for uh, the older Evos, too, from the 90s. But that's an Evo 6, correct? Or a 5? Yes, it's an Evo 6, it's I believe. Six. Uh, Look at that one. That one's pretty Tommy cool. Evo I go fast and furious. Six. Yeah, that's yeah, it right that's there, the right? Ones. Yeah, yeah, I can only imagine what they've gone up in Shopping. price. Uh, that's a model car of it. It doesn't look like any are for sale. I know. <laughs> so I don't even want to know how much that would be. I don't even know if there's like... Is there any way to look Wonder. up what people probably paid for them? I'm trying to see if they do have one that maybe someone bought recently. No, they literally don't even have a price for it. Wow. Which means it's probably something insane. I feel like no. for a little bit I seen you know, you see them on like YouTube, like some YouTube videos and stuff, and they would bring it up, and then all of a sudden I didn't really see the car. But I know um, Jackie Chan Evos, I think the last one sold for like $120,000. See, I never knew about that. Yeah. Jackie Chan is big in Evos. Never knew. Oh, because he had a movie. Yeah. He had that movie, had movie where he was spinning out with it. He has yes. actually a lot of Mitsubishis. So he's a diehard Mitsubishi guy. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Big time. Let's awesome see. What is it like? I wonder what it looks like. Like what's so? What makes it a Jackie Chan edition? Trying to find. Is that it. the one from his movie, right? Yes. All right. So it's yellow, an Evo I Eight. I think it came in more than just yellow. 
think they had a white one. Yeah, so that's the Jackie Tan and his Nevo. So you can see the uh, hood is all carbon fiber. It's a special hood. It has different wheels on it, different body kit. Um, I think they have 480 horsepower out of the factory. I think they have a uh, HKS um, turbo, just stock, and that's what they use. I mean, that's a lot of horsepower for that year, too. Yeah, of a car. that's a lot of horsepower. I mean, because now you, you see all these other crazy numbers, so. Well, that's the thing. Also, when you look online, like, if you go on, like, 1320 video or yeah. um, that racing channel, you get so used to seeing, like, 900 horsepower, 1,000 horsepower. And, like, you tell a kid, like, oh, yeah, a car is 600. He's just like, that's it? And then you actually experience 600, and you're just like, holy shit. And it all depends, too, like, um... The weight ratio, you know, power to weight ratio, all that fun stuff. Oh, of course. I mean, it, it all it all adds up. It really depends what you're looking to do, like what kind of transmission you have. Um, I mean, a Hellcat makes 707. I think it's like 640 wheel um, oh horsepower, uh, but you're in a car that's like 4,200 pounds. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's it's not quite as crazy. I mean, it's still tons of power, tons of torque. I mean, it's more than anyone would ever need, but you see the guys, you know, losing to, like, Corvettes on the highway and stuff like yeah. that just because it's so much lighter. You talk about a 1,000 pounds lighter. What's um, the difference? The, the fastest car I ever raced and actually beat was one of the C7 Z06s. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's uh, 650-650. I don't know if that's at the wheels or crank, um, but he was essentially in the highway, and he probably saw some kid in a four-door car with a big wing, a big splitter, and it's like, oh, I'm going to fucking destroy this kid. And I was with my ex-girlfriend at the time, and the guy just gunned it on 95, and he got up like a car length and a half instantly. And then she goes, oh, my God, you're going to lose. I'm like, no, 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 no. Shift it from third right into fourth. It just looked like he dropped an anchor out of his car. I just went right past him, kept going. And then at about 140, I let off. And then about two or three seconds later, I finally saw him fly past me. And he just kept going. He did not want to stop. Oh, he was embarrassed. Oh, he was pissed. Those those Evos, man, they're crazy. It's not all-wheel drive and they're so light. It's that and a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a lot of things to make fast. But no, they're, they're nice cars. I mean, a good platform because you can track them. You can go and drag. You can drag race them. So you kind of got like some. Exactly. You can kind of build it to how you want it. It really depends what you want to do, how much you're willing to spend, and I mean what you're looking to do. If you're looking for a daily driver, I would not recommend an Evo. No. <laughs> Especially if you're going to build it. No. Um, I mean, if you just keep it stock, you could definitely daily drive one without much issue, but. Second, you start putting in power. When you're making 500 plus, that's just not a yeah. car you're going to want to daily drive every day. Yeah, especially when it's wet outside. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a deal. No, no one on the highway. And it's like. No, when you're spinning tires through third, fourth. Yeah. I mean, no. it's just not, it's not what you want. No. Uh, which is why I went European with the, uh, the BMW, the M235, which is all-wheel drive. You know, living in mass, obviously you need that all-wheel drive for the Yeah, I mean, that's why I had to get rid of my car and get a truck, so. Yeah, so what did you have before? Uh, so I'm a Honda guy. So, of course, I like my SIs. I had a um, D Integra when I was younger. That met an unfortunate uh, fate with the pothole because I like to be most Integras do. <laughs> yeah, so that one, I uh, got rid of it. Um, had other stuff in between. Then I finally got a uh, an SI 8 generation. And I like keeping stuff clean in OEM, so it was clean. Uh, unfortunately, that got hit in an intersection. And then I got my... 
uh, 9th Gen SI, bought a brand new, off the lot, was so excited, first own, first brand new car, and I did stuff to it a little bit, kept it clean, and then I got like silly by putting like coilovers and slamming it and stuff, and then it became a pain in the ass to drive around, so. Yeah, but you put coilovers, but you didn't, uh, you didn't do like the camber, the crazy camber tire. No, I mean, I had camber addresses, I, I like low, but I don't like goofy low, like the ties are like shoved in, it just doesn't look right, it's just, to me it doesn't look right, it's all, like. I like, like, a nice, clean, flush look, and the tires were tucked a little bit, but, I mean, it was a good car. So you don't like the the pyramid I mean, tires? if it's to each their own, whatever floats your boat. So I'm not a fan of them just because, to me, I'm not the, I don't like the way they look. I understand you want to put big wheels and slam it and do whatever you want to do, but I don't know. It doesn't look, especially when you're bagging and you're going down the road. It's just, to me, it's like, my, my opinion is I'd rather go static I mean, now I'm in a Tacoma, so yeah. <laughs> they ain't being low, but one extreme to the next. I'm sure they but have a bad kit for it. Yeah, I would have a, it's, <laughs> a bag needs, of truck. Oh, that would be cool. A little full by four, bag it, drop it right on it. I would imagine it would be really smooth because it's so long. Yeah, it would be. Actually, it probably would be. It would be put really some smooth, big tires man. in yeah. there. I mean, it would probably, if you put that on the highway and just cruise, it'd probably feel amazing. Uh, that'd be crazy. I need it, though, for my little, you know, for my toys, like the quads to bring them out in the woods and stuff. And now, how many cc's is the quad? So, I like older quads just because they're cheaper to buy and easy to mess around on. So, I have a O2 uh, Raptor 660. Uh, yeah. That thing's fast. Really? What does it go up to? I don't know, top speed. I haven't gotten it, because I've owned it for probably eight months now. I haven't gotten it out of third gear. Really? I mean, I don't have enough. Well, we go riding, we don't have enough, like, stretch. It's, like, it's quick. I mean, what? Because my first quad was a um, 300 sport quad, Honda. You know, diehard Honda fan. Yeah. So it was, like, it was a good learner bike, but it's slow. So I was, like, oh, I always wanted a Raptor. So I eventually got one. And, uh, yeah, it's totally different because what that thing did in fifth gear, this thing does in, like, third gear. And how much does, like, a Raptor cost if you were getting, like, a fairly clean one? Not, like, the best, but, like, a... If you're getting, like, a fairly clean one, um, I'm guessing, depending on what's done to it, around two grand, twenty eight. It's not bad at all. Yeah, it depends on what's done. They got, like, crazy work done into it, but I bought mine cheap just because it needed work. It just needs little stuff and, like... Easy little uh, LTC. So. I'm assuming they're a lot cheaper than car parts. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, some really? stuff's expensive. It's not, no, car parts are a lot more money, but you'll be surprised how expensive some things are and how inexpensive some things are on them. Like exhaust, like, I know if you want to do like a, um, depending on what you want to go for an exhaust, you could spend anywhere from $280 for a slip-on to $600. And then that's never mind. I had a, uh, a titanium like Arcapoth for yeah. like six grand. <laughs> uh, that was crazy. I don't know if they would make anything like that for a quad. I don't, I don't try to go know, too man. crazy because you're in the woods with them. So it's like. Well, I know um, my old tuner on the Evo Bren tuning, they had a SSR 1000, the oh. BMW uh, race bike, and they had an Arcapoth exhaust on it. And I just, for shits, I just looked it up. And it was like, I think it was like 33. Five hundred dollars for the insane. exhaust, and it, the part is like literally like eight inches long. That's all it is, and it's yeah. just titanium. Yeah, it's so expensive. But it's a brand name. It looks cool. I'm sure it sounds fucking amazing. Ah, uh, yeah. See, that's a cool thing about like brand name stuff. But like I said, for quads, they look shiny for the when I put them on, and then once I take it out in the woods, and it's just like yeah, who cares? Yeah, it's just they're shiny for now. But yeah, I don't that's know. Good. 
No, they're fun. They're something new I got into, so I haven't been into it for long. But uh, So what do you think the top speed is? Probably like 70. 70? I mean, it's a lot when you're going through the woods on four wheels. Like the, think yeah. of it like trying to stop at 70 with sketchy brakes. That doesn't sound too fun. No, but it is fun. They're fun little quads, so they're not a little that big and top-heavy, but you can rip them. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. And they're pretty light, I'm guessing, right? I mean, like a couple Probably hundred pounds? Like 500 pounds, maybe. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not a lot until it comes crashing down on you. True. But you, you, it's like crazy, like those, like certain quads. Like my other friends got like a, a Predator 500, and like literally those quads will throw you around once in a while, and it's just like it teaches you who's boss real quick, and you get right back on. So it. Now, do they have gears to like make them lower gears so they have this, more torque, like low end? I think so. Like you can change out like um, sprockets and stuff like that. I'm guessing if you change out the teeth in a sprocket, it's gonna change. You know how fast the wheel spins and all that. Because my, the reason I've stuck with cars and not gone anywhere towards bikes or quads or anything, I rode a CBR 600, and I rode that for about 15 minutes, and I really liked it. But I was like, you know what, I need faster. Yeah. And then I went, and a kid with a Gixxer 900 had like Ooh. different kind of gears on it, and I guess it like hit torque a lot faster. Um, I'm sure there's a lot more qualified people to explain it, but essentially I wheelied it in 0.5 of a second after getting on it. Oh, so uh, I've decided not to kill myself and yeah. stay away. What is it? Even with like some of the dirt bikes, like the 250s, like my buddy's got a um, what is it? A is it MR or RM? I think it's an MR uh, one uh, 250. And that thing's insane because it's like a two-stroke motor so you get those power bands yeah you'd be driving it and it's just like if he's riding you just see the front end is just getting on a little bit lifting up and i mean the raptor will do it on dry payment if you're really starting to lean into it the front end lifts, but that's on two wheels in the back not one wheel in the back so yeah it's, a little it's definitely different it's i think it gets taken uh some use to you know but for sure yeah i don't blame you because bikes those <laughs> yeah i mean it's uh it's cheap speed i mean is. if you're buying like a top line ducati like from the dealership you could spend like 18 grand yeah. which i mean it's a lot of money for a bike but then you have a bike that can do almost 200 miles an hour if you want a 200 mile an hour car from the dealership spend on what 600 <laughs> like, I know, something insane. i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy i mean actually the cheapest car that goes 200 you probably could get like a cheapest car factory probably be like a mclaren yeah. I, or like a Lambo, you're spending 280 though. It's not like you're... 18 grand. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, a, it's a difference. Yeah, they're crazy. Like bikes, like those dudes on street bikes, I give them like a totally different, like they're ballsy. Like, oh, yeah. You have I'm to like, I, I give them that. They're crazy. Well, especially on. around here with all the fucking potholes. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Imagine. All the traffic too. Yeah. All the traffic. Well, that's the other thing. Everyone's like, oh, why don't you, why don't you get a manual? It's like... Dude, I drive fucking traffic nine percent uh, of the time. I can agree with you because when I had all my like I all my cars that I own, I think the only one was I had an Accord that was automatic. But yeah, if you drive around all the time and you gotta go to Boston, or, you know, it just it, it wasn't worth it to me. I uh, want a two G Eclipse, which I can get for cheap, like the ninety five oh, yeah. through ninety nine. That I would get a five speed and yeah. I'd actually do stuff to it. But I mean, if you're driving a car every day, like a yeah. manual's just not the way it's to go tough. around here i mean if you're living rural i definitely get it oh yeah well i was traveling to uh natick mass for three days a week and that's 100 miles it's 50 miles up 50 miles down and you're in 95 traffic 
You know, yeah, you're gonna, all day. It's just like at one at a certain point. Even Route Nine. Route Nine was like stop and go to the point where I had a clutch. Like I'd be like, yeah. That's yeah. why. That's why I got. That was another reason why I got rid of the, the Civic, just because it was a manual. I'm like, yeah. And that's an easier manual. That's not even like really hard on you. No, it's just when you're in traffic. All right, so it would take me less than an hour to get to get up there in the morning, but it would take me hour hour thirty to two hours sometimes when our traffic was to get back. So that's literally yeah. stop go stop go stop go. The you took time. the mass pike, you hit traffic. You know, until you get to 495, and 495, you would have kicked traffic during the summertime, so it's just like... I can't really win. Yeah, so when, it was nice when I worked locally, and I had my SI, like, everything was, like, either, you know, town over, or in the city that I live, so yeah. it made it easier, but eventually, like, I will get another toy again, something, it will be manual. I like the truck now, because I can do, like, so many other things right now. Well, I was... <laughs> so dead set on getting a GSR Evo and not getting an MR because I wanted the 5-speed. I didn't want the the twin-clutch transmission just because I had read how expensive they were to fix. Yeah. And, of course, like 20 minutes before I was going to leave to go to the dealership to buy it, you were actually with me for it. Oh. Uh, my dad found one, an MR, that was 8 miles away versus the GSR, which I was going to travel... 55 miles away? It was somewhere up in Boston, right? Shrewsbury? Oh, Shrewsbury, yeah. So, to go up there, I mean, even go up there, and who knows how it was when you went up there. It was like an hour 15, I put in the GPS, I remember, because I was ready to travel, like, I really wanted the GSR. Yeah, when one pops up in your backyard. Yeah, and then I I checked out that one, this would have been the first Evo I'd ever drove, so I was just like, alright, I mean, who cares, it's 8 miles away, I'll just go to North Arbor, I'll check it out, I'll see what's going on with it, if I like it. And then I just won't buy it, and I'll go and check out, you know, the other one, or wait for a good price. Fucking drove, and I loved it, so I oh, <laughs> ended up buying the fucking thing. And of course, uh, as I was buying it, I'm just like, I really don't want to rebuild this transmission, because um, I thought it was going to be like five grand to rebuild it. Yeah, I had to rebuild it after uh, a year driving it, and it was not five grand to rebuild it. Yeah, they're insane to build them. What was it like, ten grand or something like that? Twelve. Yeah, 12 grand, but I mean, you got a solid transmission. Yeah, it's warranted for 600 wheel horsepower and 600 wheel yeah. torque, and I'm definitely making way under 600 torque. It's, it's like the same with all my buddies that drive the diesel trucks, because they make so much torque. Once you stop messing with anything, it's like, even like the Duramax with the housing transmissions, you always have to get a built transmission, and they're so expensive. Like, people don't put that cost into the bill sometimes. They're like, oh, I'm going to do this, that. It's like, but there's supporting things that are going to get destroyed you, over time. When you start going crazy on a car, you really don't calculate how much money it's going to be. Because I'll start out and be like, all right, I'm going to spend three. And that's what I tell myself. And then when I tell myself that, in my back of my head, I'm like, it's going to be at least 4500 oh, And yeah. then I get to it, and then it ends up being like seven. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then it's just all downhill from there. But, I mean, the the transmission now, I mean, the 600 horsepower, basically, everyone will tell you, the horsepower isn't going to kill it, it's the torque. Uh, I mean, the Evo's only a little 2-liter with a big turbo. It actually doesn't make that much torque. It makes, like, 420 torque, but then it makes, like, mid-600 wheel horsepower on pump, yeah. and then when you go on race, that's when you're making, you know, 700-plus, and that's where the, the real yeah. power is. Cool. Yeah, building all that. Yeah, so like you got to factor that all into the bill, and that's like yeah. an expensive. When you think about it, twelve drop twelve grand just on a transmission, 
and you ain't even done really with the motor stuff yet, that's just to get to your next level of where you want to be. Exactly, and then you put cams, titanium retainers, um, fuel system. I mean, I have a cheaper fuel system, and it's like $3,000. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, it's not exactly yeah. cheap, but... Uh, so what does the top of the line go for? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if you want a radium sump, it's $1,900. That is just for the sump pump. You still wow. have to buy the fuel adapter and the actual um, fuel rail and the uh, fuel pump itself. So if you want to do radium everything, which is like top of the line, I have like half of radium shit. If you want radium everything and then you want to do, um, say like ID... 2,000 injectors, probably spend 65. Yeah, so at the time, between buying the car and then putting everything together into the car, you're looking at like 70, 80 grand sometimes. Yeah, so I bought the car for 30 grand in April of 2016. Um, Still kicking myself over this because I was also looking at Vipers that were also for selling for 30 grand April 2016. Vipers now are selling 50 grand plus. So they went up in price. Yeah, that sucked. They, didn't um, they have something there too? Was it like a Viper? There was something cool there. It might have been a cool event. No, they had um, shit. It was the uh, the brick, the Jeep uh, SRT8. That's what it was. They had, they had that thing. Because I remember that thing because they, they were talking about the other guy that comes in and buys from them once a year or something. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, he buys a stick toy once a year. I'm and like yeah, I'm only. I was 23 at the time. Like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to afford that, oh, bud. It was a guy that he's the reason why he can't do 100. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was a funny story with the Italian. I still hit like 99. Yeah, that guy, <laughs> like, that guy didn't really give a that fuck. Guy looked away. He's like, we got a policy because of this other customer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez. And then he tried to sell me the extended warranty. I'm just like, dude, this car's going to be completely yeah. different in like a week. <laughs> it had stuff when you looked it up. It, before it made it to Comax, didn't you find out that it was stuffed onto it? It was a California oh, car. Oh, yeah. So the car was a 2013 Evo. It had 19,000 miles. Um, where I worked, I could actually look at Carfaxes for free, which is kind of sweet. But they found out it was a 2013 car. I looked at more history in it. It was a drug seize car. Really? Which was why the window tint, you can see it scraped off the front. And it also had a big wing at one point because there's metal plating in the trunk to make it look like it was a stock trunk. Really? Which I found out when I put on the carbon fiber wing because I That's guess crazy. the uh, the guy installing it at the body shop said he kept losing drill bits because oh. it was steel under. He didn't know. Oh, so that's why. he kept why. losing them. He kept drilling into it. He's like, what the fuck? This isn't, isn't that hard? That's crazy. What a, what a history that guy had. Yeah. It, I'm sure it was making some kind of power because the transmission went on that like – I was only making like 380 wheel when the transmission went, so they suspect that it had issues, and then when they took the transmission apart, the VINs did not match. Hmm. So it was a repaired transmission. Oh, so it was taken apart at one point? It was at one point taken apart, so the kid probably was messing with it, got it repaired in a warranty, turned it back to stock, or maybe got seized, and then they put it back to stock and just sold it. What about, because it went to Comax, don't they... Uh, they usually put like is they'll take stuff off and put some stock stuff back on. I know mm-hmm. to apply where it's being sold, like mass. You know, mass is strict on everything. Yeah, because they ripped off all the tint on the front four windows. They kept it on the rear and the rear quarters, which is strange. And then they kept the carbon fiber side skirts, which is why I still have those. 
Those were nice. And then the carbon fiber vortex generator flew off at 120. <laughs> unfortunately. Right. My buddy had one of those, like, um, what do they call them? He had it on his Mustang. Uh, they go on the back, the little... Yeah, the fins. The fins. Yeah, yeah. The, on the, the highway. Rake, the rear window rake. He just bought it. We put it on that day, and uh, we're driving down the highway, and he's doing, like, 120. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, he goes, hey... Uh, he goes, do you hear that? And I'm like, yeah. And we turn around and we see it fly off going down the highway. <laughs> it was like, there goes $300. Yeah. No, I think mine was like 330 but I didn't have to pay for it. It was already on there. Yeah. So. And I said I was going to buy another one, and I still haven't gotten around to it. And it's been like four years since yeah. it's flown off. What's, what's up about those things when you're flying? You're taking a chance of that going. Oh, somewhere. yeah, exactly. And then all it is is 3M tape. I mean, yeah, really. Tape. And if air gets under it. Creates an air pocket, flies right off. Oh, yeah. That's funny, though. And you're talking about carbon fiber. It's plastic. Yeah, <laughs> so when it flies off and <laughs> it, it shatters. That's what it is. Yeah, because once it hits, it hits that it's ground and it's done. It's done. It doesn't even have to have a car running over. It just has to take a hit in the ground. Yeah, we had my buddy, a car running it over after because he was looking. He's like, oh, we can hear it. We saw it hit the ground. We just see it actually be running over. And he's <laughs> just like, I thought it was a little funny because we did, there was this extra stuff that came with it. And he didn't want to use it. Of it was like the sale stuff. And he's like, oh, we don't need that. Nah, we don't need and that I'm shit. like, oh, all right. You know, it came with it. But I'm like, yeah, it was just throw it on. And we did. And yeah, apparently you needed it. So Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, because it goes flying off down the highway. Yeah, I don't know what you would do to really keep that on. I'm sure someone would take like some kind of like adhesive and they'd have to like really fucking bake it into the Yeah, thing. I wonder what you could use. Because it goes around the window. So it's you get some type of seal that you can always peel off if you really like in love with the thing you have to do something yeah well how do they get them to stay on other cars like other people unless they're not really going fast on the road factory ones i wonder if they put some of it but like in front of the window and then they put the window on it it could that wouldn't shock me i honestly don't know it could be a little screw like points for it talk about mustangs the new shelby have you seen it yet no i haven't person I haven't seen. I seen a newer red line. I saw a red line like right down the street from my lookout house from the uh, my house. Carbon fiber wheels. You say carbon fiber wheels, and your instant or my instant thought is like it's gonna shatter when you hit something, or like you're gonna scrape them up because it's just plastic. But then you see them in person, and you're just like, that's so fun. So they have a carbon fiber finish and everything. They're they're full carbon. Really light as fuck. Now, see, like I said, I saw a red line the other day, which was kind of cool, like a little done-up Mustang but yeah, yeah. from the factory, but I haven't seen anything, like, crazy. And I'm always on the road because I'm always – my job, I have to drive places. Yeah, around so here, I, I think the – I mean, we don't really have too many crazy cars here in Mass. The craziest thing I've seen on the road is probably an Aventador. Really? You know what's crazy? When uh, working out in Connecticut, you'll see a couple cool things out there. You know, out of the blue, you'll see something cool drive by, and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, they have – um. In Connecticut, they have like a lot more like rich neighborhoods, like yeah. suburbs where Think, you can kind of drive. They're not far from New York. I feel like every time I look up something, like if I'm looking at a car for sale or something, and it's always in New York, and they always have like cool stuff in New York. Connecticut always has cool stuff. I feel like somehow Connecticut and New York find these cars, it comes to them, and then somehow we buy it because it's only a couple states over. So, we're like, oh, yeah. here's a deal. And it comes to Mass. So. And then it just rots away after a while. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Northeast is not a. Oh. Very good on cars, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, the good thing about where I worked in Foxborough, you could actually see Gillette Stadium, so you get a lot of the Patriot players. Really? So you'd see a lot of them, and some of the guys, they're like heavy into car modification. 
Really? Like, I had one guy that's just like, yeah, I got my R33 Skyline back home. I'm going to bring that up here. I'm going to smoke your ass. And it's like, I don't think so, man. Those, but if you want to, you can. You can try. Those things. So, those, what's the rule? Because I think Florida, you can start getting the R34s in, depending on, like, the year. Like so, how? it's the 25-year rule. So yeah. R33s are now accepted, but you could get them through a company called Motordyne, the whole scandal. Um, what Motordyne was doing was essentially they were copy and pasting security Ooh. crash tests from R32 Skylines because they were so cheap. You, they just bought a bunch of them. So they were doing crash tests, copy and pasting them, sending it to the government, and then saying, hey, we can make these cars comply for U.S. cars. I think they only did like... 10 R34 Skylines and like 20 R33 Skylines and they were all grandfathered in but they're technically illegal but then right. they grandfathered them in because they signed off on it originally and then Motordown went out of business they got sued to oblivion I'm sure oh, by really? the US government and fucked them oh because they were um, bringing all that in yeah oh yeah screwing them all over yeah so if you want to buy an R34 um, Skyline like pre-25 years they were auctioning them off for like 150 grand i mean they're only gonna go up in price too wait until we well, can actually really start getting them here well that's the thing it's i think like they're the gonna holy grail they're gonna like, start going down in price once they actually get them here you think so yeah think because be then they can start importing them i think it'll be a little bit of a hype and it'll just be like the hype that people will pay that money from to come in well think about the r32 there was a big hype for r32s and yeah. then everyone got one i mean you go on youtube like everyone like oh go on every YouTube, youtube got, like, every single youtuber every car youtuber what are they going for now is it still in like the high uh, 20s to 30s depending on the color and let's see r32 skyline and then there are also guys that would get the um instead of getting the gtr skylines they would get the, like the gts or gst yeah, those are uh, GTST. Those are some they just rear wheel drive with a couple differences, but so uh, a ninety five. That's an R thirty three pristine Skyline is fifty eight nine nine nine. Um, and then look at the price drop off ninety four. The R thirty two style is thirty seven nine nine five. It's only a one year difference, and there's a. Twenty thousand yeah, plus. You look gap. at that other one with that beautiful paint job and stuff like that too. I mean, that red one looks good too. No, but. that red one looks pretty pristine though. Uh, and the then, funny thing was back in um. What the what's that R thirty two going? Ooh, I like that ninety three. The year I was born. <laughs> yeah, one hundred twenty five grand. Oh, eighty five thousand miles. Yeah, let's see. This is Auto Trader. Eighty thousand. I want to get eighty. Yeah, that's really going for yeah, forty two. Yeah, so this one must have been like. Yeah, look at the wheels on it and everything. This is probably like no a top of the line shit. Well, there's a V spec. They have the V spec one. I know that's like more of a sought after. But then one. look at this GST. So you could buy this with forty-seven thousand miles. It's only sixteen grand. You could literally buy the body kit yeah. off a of GTR. It would you never know. Make it afford a GTR. That'd yeah. be awesome. I mean, you could you could literally screw around with it. I'm sure there's other differences. Like maybe the drivetrain's different. And look at this is a '92 GTR with 68,000. That's 45. I like that red. That's something different. That you nice don't really red. see the red. You always see them. Which they, I like the color, but you always see them in gray. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think Too Fast, Too Furious made the gray like super popular. That R34 oh, yeah. with the blue lines. Because yeah, that's what I, I see. I see a lot of the. You don't see too many 
crazy color ones, you know? Dude, look at this thing. This thing's sick. 93 Nissan Skyline, 80K miles, 27. Huh. So it, it's got to be the, the there's conditions, like if we click into this. But then here, look at this 89. This is 43. Um, I think I did see a kid selling on mass tuning. He was selling a Skyline for like mid-20s, and it was a GTR. But I think the hype of the R32s kind of dropped off, so I think R33s are going to be hype, and then I think the R34 is going to be pretty big hype for like five years, and then I think that hype will kind of drop off and it will turn into like, uh, you know, like the Supra, where it's still hype, but it's just not. Yeah, it's not the. It's not as crazy. Like I looked at, I remember this was in 2013. There was a Toyota dealership that actually had a used. 96 Toyota Supra for sale. It had a big turbo. It had stuff done to it. And it, it was the 2JZ like turbo motor. It was converted to a big single. And they wanted, I think, 35 grand for it. Wow. That's I actually... mean, now if you think about how much that would be worth, like yeah. a beat up Supras, not even with the turbo 2JZs, a lot of people are getting like 40 to 50. So, yeah, it's like you kind of wish back then you knew what these things were going to be worth. I'm still salty about the Viper, man. I know. I literally could have had a Viper for thirty grand. It Cause. would have been like an early two thousands Viper, and now they're selling for fifty all day long. I know. And now Evos are selling for like twenty five ish, Evo tons. I mean, granted, I had a car for four years, drove it twenty thousand miles, it's depreciated five thousand dollars. It's not bad. I mean, it, it's not like a a normal car. It's kind of just different. Yeah, it's like a specialty car, so they make so many of them. And you think about all the kids that crashed them. Uh, there yeah. were stones that were stolen. And That's why the insurance is so great on them. Oh, <laughs> it's insane. Because when I was looking at SDIs and I would call my insurance company with the VIN, and they're like, yeah, it could be this. Like, I think the one of them for our WRX came up to like almost five grand at that. Yeah. I was like, I was like, it doesn't matter what SDI was. I mean, now that. My insurance dropped, so maybe next year that might be, you know, a possibility. I don't want but, to disappoint you. I'm 27, so I'm I'm the same age as you. My insurance with an Evo was $4,200. No, I got an accident on my record. I got one more year before that goes away. That makes a big I difference. I have no at-fault accidents on my record. Yeah, I got one. That was a major. They considered it major, so it gave me a lot of points. So... It's going to be gone next year, actually. So. But I found out I got fucked. So on my Evo, when I first had it, like four months after getting it, uh, I got pulled over and uh, a cop told me I was going 21 over the limit. He was sitting in a 45 zone right off the highway. Oh, so he So it was you. 65 and he said he got me at like 68 or something. And I was in third gear, so I knew he was full of shit. But, I mean, I couldn't really say anything to him. I was just super polite, and he was, like, asking me, like, where I was going and all this stuff. Meanwhile, I'm in a shirt and tie. It's <laughs> 7 in the morning. I'm like, where the fuck do you think I'm going, dude? Like, are you, like I wanted to just be like, are you just being stupid? And then cops are mad weird. Uh, in Massachusetts, they are, about licenses to carry because yeah, it pulls it up on the plate. So he saw that, and he, like, pulled up, and he had, like, his hand on his gun and everything. I'm like, oh, shit. Is that weird how mass does that? You don't have to say anything. They already know. Yeah, and they're, like... I mean, the person that they should be worried about is not the one that has a license I to know. Carry. It's the one <laughs> not, not... Because the one with the license is saying, hey, I have my license. And every, you know, exactly. Just... Like, who would fake a license to carry? Like, you're, you're literally... 
you would just break the law and just yeah. fucking get a gun. Just, you wouldn't try to follow the law by making a fraudulent license. I know. They are funny about that. Mass is funny just in general. So, what about Damn. the time we got pulled over that time? Uh, oh, you were going like 80? I, I was going 80. We missed the gas station. I slowed down to like 68 and it had a digital ga- dash. So, I knew exactly how fast we were going. And, uh, all of a sudden, I see blue lights, and you're, I'm like, oh, we're getting pulled over, and you're like, where? Where's the cop? <laughs> I didn't see him at all, dude. You were already pulled over. He was so appreciative, too. He went, hey, I appreciate you just pulling over. He's like, you could have just ran. He, yeah, what did he say? He's like, why didn't you just go down a side street? When I think, caught you? Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, I was blown away. He was a young state trooper, too, a mass state trooper, hopped out, and he's just like, you know what you were doing? I'm, he's like, what did he say? He's like, uh, you know why I pulled you over, and I looked at him. like yeah. At that point, I was like, Speeding. I just got the car. I just wanted to hear it. Yeah, it was something with the exhaust. <laughs> yeah, I put the exhaust on, you know, and I was just showing it off to my buddy. And he's like, well, you know, because he goes, you were doing uh Because I told him, so I think I was doing 50. He goes, no, you're doing 68 and like a 40. And I'm like, okay. And he's just like, and he's usually, even he laughed about it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, most cops, dude, are pretty chill. Like, I've had, that was my only ticket and my only experience. I actually fought that ticket. And the court matters just like, yeah, um, we're going to get you for speeding, um, but we're going to only have it as a one mile an hour over. So it's just uh, going to be a moving violation. Awesome. Yeah, no. Insurance still counts as 21 over because they technically didn't reverse the ticket. Oh, I see. So mm-hmm. so that's all I got on my record. But I just switched to Geico, actually. And at 27 years old, with my gar- my cars being garage kept, um, my payment is 2800 a year now. For both cars? Yeah. That's not bad. What people are always like, oh, that's so cheap for two cars. They don't treat it like they don't double it. You know, yeah. like it's you can't drive two cars at once, so it's a lot cheaper. If I dropped the Evo off my plan, I think it would save me like thousand dollars a year. I had um, is when I had my Accord and my SI. The Accord only had like fire and theft on it, you know, because of glass coverage. Yeah. And of course, my SI was fully covered. Uh, and I remember like how expensive it was for both cars. I'm like, it is true. It's like. One doesn't even drive in really in the winter time. Yeah. It's low, it snows, it's like a plow, so it just stays in the driveway most of the winter. And I had an Accord that I would drive around. I'll tell you the craziest thing. So the the Evos had summer tires on it its entire life. It's only been driven five feet in the snow. I know. And the only time I drove it that five feet in the snow was literally so I could pull it into the garage. And with summer tires, I was expecting it like not to grip at all. Because it was like 20 degrees out with snow on the ground. Dude, the thing fucking hooked right up. Went right in. I I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy shit. I had a little incline. And my SI couldn't make it up it. Because it was such a slight incline. But it was ice over. Because my driveway is weird. You would never know, like, it inclines up and it, like, yeah, turns away at all. It's up, you gotta get used to my driveway. You look straight, so but you can't just back straight up in it. It's a technique to it. But, yeah, there was a spot, so I would have to go at a certain speed. If I had a stop and I rolled back and tried to go, the thing would just spin. And it was, like, such a little grade, and I'm like, why? Yeah, Massachusetts. Yeah, They're so wonderful asphalt roads and their shit. I would love to move somewhere where it didn't snow, but then yet. Well, dude, you, I was looking, I mean, looking at houses right now, you look at, if you want something half decent, you have to spend like three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, here it's expensive. Yeah, I mean, you do make more money in mass, yes. Yeah, but it, it's like people that always move. It's funny because I know a lot of people that they move out, they'll like move to a different state and like, oh, down south it's cheaper. But down south, you're also making less money. I mean, oh, some people, granted, do make more money and they do get in certain jobs, but 
I, it's like you got to remind yourself, like, yeah, if it's cheaper to live there, well, they're probably not getting paid that much more. What no. do you think all these old people here sell their houses and move down there, you know? I mean, it, it's all relative, too. Like, you could – you'd pay less taxes, but you make less money, so it might yeah. turn out to be, like, more Same. similar. Um I mean, if you move into, like, a very rural place in the south, like, unless you can get near somewhere where there's, like, work or if you can work remotely, like, it's it's definitely yeah. a different challenge. Like it it's, is. As to, to here, like, everything's, like, pretty close. A cool thing about Maine is if you talk to, like, someone around here and you're just like, oh, it's, um, you know, it's, like, 25, 30 miles away, and then someone here will be like, oh, fuck that, I don't got an hour. I know. You talk to someone from Maine, they're like, Oh, it's only twenty five miles away. We'll be there in twenty minutes. And that is like, crazy. You know? Like it's, it's not I was like actually that in here. Maine today. As you say that, and it's just like, it's true because like Maine is like you drive around. There's like like woods. They got signs for mooses. Oh yeah, dude. The the roads there are fucking awesome. Too. I know, and they get worse winters than we do. And it's crazy that their roads, even New Hampshire, the roads are beautiful. I think a lot of it's concrete. I think that's yeah. Because we use a lot of asphalt around here. Yeah, you would think that we use asphalt. concrete. But yeah, the beautiful roads out there, and I love driving out there. Even in my work van, it's just like you go out there, and it's still like I like driving in the cars, so you still enjoy going down these yeah. windy roads. I mean, I'm not, I'm still doing like you know the speed limit. I remember up in uh, <laughs> speed limit, yeah, up in um, shit, North Conway, New Hampshire. Saw oh, yeah. a guy in a Viper ACR, big wing, you know, big splitter, and he was getting on it. I was like. Damn, yeah, things sounded good. It sounded um, sounded like a deeper like Lambo. It was weird because it's V10. Yeah, but so you it, have that like that V10s have that beautiful bird. Don't oh yeah, but of course with the Lambo you're revving like to nine, so you get more of that high pitch where yeah. the Viper only revs to like seven, so it's more of like a deeper throaty throaty yeah. sound. But then the Viper's got an eight point four liter V10 versus yeah. like a five liter V10 or five two I think it is now. You know what's funny is a lot of those people know it too. You wouldn't know it, but they, what I do, you know, I go to like a lot of like high end nice homes. So it's like you go up there and it's like you would never know, but they'll have like crazy stuff in the like Porsches. Like, oh, yeah, they got them all in the garage. Like, yeah, the one guy I went to his house and he had one that was not a track, it was a track only Porsche. Like, it was that's his purpose. Well, they built a new racetrack up there. I want to yeah. go. Oh, yeah. I haven't been yet. I think they built it uh, last year or two years ago. Yeah, was it, um... I don't even know what it's called, actually. Yeah, because we would go up there all the time for, uh, the New England Dragway. Yeah, that's out in, um... Ah, uh, shit. What the fuck is that? No, it's just over the border. It, it is just over the border. We've been out there a couple times, so, like, Diesel Night, Import, Face Off. Yeah, we don't have a lot of tracks or anything down here. I mean, even riding. They're so strict in Mass with riding dirt bikes or anything. Epping. Couldn't think of that. I couldn't think of Epping, New Hampshire. I don't know yeah. why. But yeah, Epping. But they have a new one. Hmm. It's um, New Hampshire. New Hampshire Race Motor Speedway. Okay, where the hell is that? Oh, that's NASCAR only. That is not what I was looking for. There is one that like has loops and it's like in a, it's like in the woods and they really? carved it out. It's actually pretty sick. Uh, um, New Hampshire Motor Speedway Race Circuit. Hmm. Oh, yeah. oh that, that's it. Oh, so that, I see. That fucking um, they have an oval track and then they have. Uh, oh, so you can do you can 
Have Something like circle there. races down to track days. Yeah, that's where cool. is that? How far of a ride up is it? North London, so that's probably three hours. Oh, that's not bad. Definitely not worth a day trip up there. Well, the nice thing is once you get past like, Boston, it's pretty much uh, just prison. It really is. <laughs> I mean, like going through Boston, especially depending on what time you're going through it, <laughs> makes a break. Are you going to make it on time? I mean, the only thing about Boston is you could be like five miles from somewhere and it just takes you an hour to get there. Yeah. It's like, what are the saying? You're, uh, you're an hour away, away from, from Boston, Boston when you're, you're in Boston. Boston. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I remember going, because I would be in downtown Boston, like the financial part, and they're like, I would have to go to Cambridge after, and like, 45-minute ride, and that's really not far. No. But when not. you're hitting all the traffic, and of course, like, everybody's mean, because, you know, we're all from Massachusetts. <laughs> I think Rhode Island drivers are worse than us. Oh, they're horrible drivers. I honestly think Rhode what Island is, drivers are worse. We're just bigger assholes. Yeah. I, and I mean, like, if you had someone that has, like, a shitbox, it's like, I don't give a fuck if they Rhode Island, a Rhode Island... All bad drivers, because if you drive around Rhode Island, majority of the cars have matching, not the bumpers won't match, all different colors. And it's, it's always like late 90s Civics. Yeah, <laughs> that are like lowered there. to like outrageous amounts. Well, well in Providence. Oh, in Providence, you see a lot of crazy stuff like that. What is that? I, I've seen some crazy stuff on the road that they've done out there. They're riding around and stuff. Yeah. And like, I've seen one thing, one car that it looked like it rolled over and they just chopped the top off and drove it. <laughs> like, like God, what are you doing? doing? Who cares? I'm like, yeah, unless you get pulled over. They're strict out there. Rhode Island, actually, they're kind of lucky. They don't have to get their car inspected every year. It's every two years. Every two years. And was it something if it's new, you don't have to get it inspected? Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm not sure, but maybe it's like the first first two years or 20,000 miles, maybe something like that. Like I said, I just don't really. Because I had... I mean, because I worked all over from my company, so I was working out of state, out of a satellite location, and my van was registered, that was given to me at that time, was registered in Rhode Island, and it was commercial, and it had no sticker on it. Oh. So that, I don't know, and I mean, the van was only like a year and some change It could old. be some kind of commercial rule. Maybe, because I'm not sure, like I said, because, I mean... Because we have, com- we have um, places out in uh, Connecticut, too, where I had to go out and do, like, those smog tests. Like, mm-hmm. they would send me out some days, like, hey, we're going to send you route here and then go to here. Have you heard of MAC centers? No. They're cancerous. Really? But uh, MAC centers are Massachusetts Assistance Center. Or, huh. no, Motor Vehicle Assistance Center. That's what you got sent to, right? Yes. I know what you're talking about now. So I pl- they plugged in my Evo to get... Um, basically the sticker, uh, it had the stock exhaust on it, but it had cams, it had a big turbo, it had a fuel <laughs> That's system. That's frowned upon here. Uh, yeah, I guess so. That is so frowned upon here. You know, when I pulled in, the kid fucking looked at me, and he was just like, yeah, I fucking know. Yeah, <laughs> but, they're not dumb. But like, yeah, they, they fucking know. Even with the stock exhaust, the stock exhaust makes it sound like a Prius. It's kind of, it doesn't sound yeah. like a Prius, but it sounds weird. It's like it, quiet. It sounds so deafening. Like it's it like deafens it to so much like a normal idle on that car is probably like ninety decibels and it makes it like forty. Wow. It like turns it way down, and it it's weird because you have no you have a uh, back pressure so it actually is faster to start and then the second you get to like three four thousand RPM all of a sudden it just falls on its face yeah, and it's like out with the butt. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because you get some don't you. Are you red flag now? So now so you're I got red flag. So what they so the guy plugged it in. The kid knew it was fucking illegal, but it was just like 
he he was like, dude, I'm gonna just try my hardest to pass you. Like as long as this goes through, like you're good. Like you're oh, yeah. good. You know, everyone's all excited about the car. They, like, see it because you don't really see, like, cool shit around here. No, you so, really don't. Because no one, don't. You no see one gets a sticker for it. Well, no, you know why? Too. Because it's like, what's the point? Because they know they're going to fail anyway. So. Oh, I know a kid with a twin turbo 350Z. He has a expired sticker from 2017 in Connecticut. He just doesn't get a sticker and he just drives it around. Yeah, because it's a, that. It's like it's pointless because then you get flagged and all that other. Well the, well, the thing that sucks is for where I work, you can't have a driving record. So if I get pulled over with a bad sticker, it's, it's a mark against my record. Same here, because I gotta keep a clean record. That's exactly. A, so you get fucked. Yeah, because every every year I get my driving record checked. Like, they go through they the whole it. thing. Yeah, I think and mine's now, every three. They do yeah, it. and then I hold a, um, a health card, so I drive, like, the vehicles that you need, like, a DOT health card for, so that's even, you know, even kind of more yeah, strict on. More strict. They are fucking strict on truck drivers. Yeah, they're like, strict on truck drivers. Like, thank God. I don't my, yeah, thank God I don't have my class A. I mean, even for us, like, um, if I drive, like, a straight job or a delivery vehicle, if I have to take a delivery vehicle, um, you get pulled over in way stations, and they treat you... As a 18 wear, so they can do a full inspection on you, and it's like doing a full inspection on an 18 wear by the uh, Department of uh, Transportation Police. So you want stationary drugs in there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had. Uh, I was driving a cab over, and I was. It's always Rhode Island. Of course. Mass is not that bad with them, but because I've been. That's in the surprising. Way, I would think Mass Rhode Island, would fucking tax Rhode Island, gas and shit. Every time you're close, there's a way station not too far away from the border, and it's like every time there they are. They pull you in. They do a full inspection. They, they go through everything, check the motor, like, flares. So I, we got pulled over once, and uh, I had everything tied in the back of the truck because they're very strict about that. Well, I had an air compressor, and the air compressor I thought was tied, and we didn't tie it all the way. So I was like, oh, yeah, everything's tied. I, I opened up the truck, and I started, like, pulling on stuff, and the air compressor goes, dink. And I was like, yeah, that will be tied. And the other officer looked away. I mean, they were cool. They let it go, but... Yeah, Rhode Island. Was that your buddy that had the uh, like the door rubers on his Mustang? He didn't use all the parts. He's no, like, yeah, no. we're gonna tie it down. Yeah, no, fuck it. no, literally, it was. <laughs> I think we just forgot to tie <laughs> I can down. See him doing that. No, I think what happened was we got distracted, and but it was no big deal. I know that kid. It would have been him too, because it would have been like we would have been like, oh, we forgot to tie that down. But no, we went there and we're like, oh, it's whatever. He was cool. So a lot of them are cool. Like I've been like dealt with them in uh, New Hampshire and Maine. They're like I said, they weigh you, and as long as you're doing what you need to do, then man, they don't okay. bother you. Yeah, they don't really bother you. It's funny though; they ask for like a DOT little health card. It's just a little piece of paper, and this is with a doctor's name and your name saying you're okay to drive a certain weight vehicle. I like it's crazy. How big are the trucks? They're not that big. Like a straight job is like you've seen them, like a typical big delivery truck. Like That's a straight it? job, just, yeah. yeah. You just need a health card. It's all the regulations, like certain brakes and stuff but the ones that we have are because i think you can rent those at like u-hauls and stuff you don't you? need a health car which is crazy yeah that's why makes I'm no like... sense so for me to drive a commercial vehicle for a company i need to have a health car depending on the weight if you drive the vans or anything but depending on the weight of the vehicle you're gonna have a health car and every two years you go in and they just give you the Regular physical, like your eyes. Yeah, and, just to make sure, like, you're not going to yeah. hit someone. Yeah, you're not going to, like, have a heart attack on the road. Yeah. That would I mean, be it does good. get harder, I guess, for some of the older guys. Because yeah, even um, if you have your Class A, you still got to go for those. Like, this yeah, because yeah, you have to hold a DOT card. Well, I know so, they're super strict on, like, Class A guys. Like, if they get, like, a speeding ticket, they have to, like, redo their Class A license. It's, like, yeah. it's insane. Like, they, yeah, they try to fuck them. 
it's crazy what they do to them. Uh, yeah, because I mean, because they, they have logbooks, so they're really allowed on the road, which makes sense, safety. But allowed on the road for only so long for like. Yeah, but if for what they do is all these regulators come in and they say, hey, you can only drive for this long. So, I mean, companies will just say, well, uh, you're going to have to figure out a way to do the yeah. same amount of work in X amount of hours instead. So basically the regulators are kind of just fucking them because the companies don't care. They'll just I, keep saying, hey, you have to do this. I think a lot of the guys, too, some of those guys that own like their own trucks are on like, take time schedules, too. So mm-hmm. it is crazy when you think about it. They're trying to make a living. And it's just like, you know, you got all these restrictions. Now everything's like digital. They can't do like regular like paper logbooks. Because you used to be able to fudge stuff on paper logbooks. Wow. I know that because my, grandpa, uh, my grandfather's uncle drove uh, for years and years and years um, big rigs and stuff. That's what he was. He drove across the country and he's like paper logs. For example. I forget when he worked, probably up to like the 90s. Or well, I think you can only drive it's like 10 or 11 hours at a yeah. time. But, but the, the paper logs, you can fudge. You can say you were on the road oh, for this long. Now everything's digital, so you can't. I think it signs you out automatically. I I've, I did hear that. I think like it gives you like a twenty minute like grace period, basically to find somewhere to pull over. Yeah. And then once it, you hit that, you have to like basically just drive off the the road. I think it's like an eight hour or something like that. Whatever they probably do. Probably have to be there. But the craziest thing is uh, I've unfortunately had to call AAA a, a couple times because of vehicles. Yeah. Uh, mainly one. The other one actually, uh, I lost a tire, but I had to run flat, so I was able to like, get over safely. So I had to get AAA. And I swear to God, it's the same fucking AAA guy that comes and rescues me every goddamn time. That's funny. And he looks at me, he's like, dude, again? I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? That's funny. And every time I see this guy, he's like, yeah, I'm uh, 36 hours into my 72-hour shift. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Well, they're on call, too. Those guys, oh, like, if be home, they get a phone call. They're on call. Like, I hear their little um, their little buzzer thing. And I look in their eyes, you can tell they're on, like, amphetamines or something. So like, their pupils dudes. are, like, small. And I don't blame them. Like, you're working 72 hours straight. Those dudes are, like, that's why they're all missing teeth and stuff. You know, some yeah, of them. Yeah, man. It's some crazy. of them are crazy hours. Well, because when they're on call, that's, like, a job that I would not want to do. No, but, like, I'm like, ah, oh, so what do you do in your free time? I've met this guy, like, three fucking times. Literally three times it's been the same dude. And, like, the first time he, he saw me, he's like, oh, it's a cool car. Second time he saw me, he's like, I, I recognize you. I'm like, oh, that's not good. And then the third time he goes again. Like, that's when he was just like, really? But um, I was talking to him. He makes, like, 140 a year. Nice. But, I mean, you just work stupid hours. Yeah, see, it's I know, like, I could never work a job where you sacrifice certain things. Like, of course, yeah, you're going to make money and stuff, but like, I like to have that little bit of free time. Yeah, like, you didn't have a wedding ring on, so yeah, I'm you can't be, have kids. No. You like, can't enjoy yourself. It'd be too hard to. I mean, nah. I'm sure there's guys out there that do it, but at the end of the day, when you're driving that much, you can't, like, exercise. You can't get on a routine. You're living in that truck. Exactly. You're living in That's that truck. That's all you're doing. And it's just, it's, I don't know, it's a young, young person's job. Like, a young person would do it. Yeah, that guy's, like... Like mid forties. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Well, hell, he might be fucking in his thirties, and he just looks mid forties. Who knows? Imagine just getting called you home. You want to relax? Like me, I like it when I clock out. Like that's it. Like I might have to like answer a text here and there, but it's like I go home. Well, the thing that actually doesn't bother me working early. Like I can work like six a.m. to six p.m., which is twelve hours. I can do that. What I don't want to do is I don't want to work like. 8 a.m. to like 8 p.m. Yeah. Because then no. my night, my like I have no time. 
yeah, you want that free time after work. Like, I, I like it because, like, now, so my normal time to get out is 2, but that don't happen, which I don't mind. I like the overtime, so yeah. I'm usually up by, like, 3, 3.30, depending on what I'm doing for the day. And uh, it's nice because I go, I wake up, yeah, I wake up at, like, 3.34 in the morning sometimes, but I get the whole afternoon to myself. Like, if I get out at 2, that's a whole afternoon for me, especially now that the weather's nice. It'll slow down a little bit for us. And now with COVID, you, like, forget the weather's nice. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I, I forget it. I'm like, oh shit, it's actually summer out there. I know everybody's actually been enjoying the nice weather. It's like, uh, well, because we have all these crazy restrictions too here in Mass, because you know Mass is like they're pretty uh, bad. We're, we're, we're basically follow suit with California. And stuff yeah, like we're we're not far from California. No, not a thing. So yeah, they're like strict, like what is it? Only outdoor restaurants. So it's like you want to go to eat, and you have to call. Have you been to Kelly's in Norton? The breakfast place? I've been there, but I haven't been there recently. They I went there last Friday. That was the first time I ate outside. You have to wear a mask until you're seated down. Awesome. And then they um, give you, like, paper menus. And they're like, either you can take that home with you or we just burn it. Yeah, I'm is like, that insane? Holy shit. It's, it's insane. So even for me to go and customers home, I have to wear latex gloves, mask. And then people, like, when you go up north and you've got to walk out of your vehicle with a mask on, like, some people look at you kind of funny because it's like mask is really, like, stores any type of store you go into it's like you forget you know when you're walking out of the house you forget your keys your wallet and next thing you know you start driving you're like, oh, you grab that you go back outside you get in your truck start driving off like i don't have my mask well dude i hate it i don't live with any high-risk people i'm not high risk yeah it it sucks i mean i i understand it but it was it came out it's not nearly as deadly as they thought Oh, not and, and they figured that out, and I think now they're just kind of making up excuses. They don't want to admit that they were wrong about it. Exactly. They, but, I mean, they stopped the whole economy. I mean, people did, and even one death is tragic, you know? But it's, you know, in the real world, like, when someone breaks up... how many people lost their jobs and aren't going to be able to... Feed their kids. kids. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, because you have to think about that. Everybody's like, oh, what's more important, the economy of people's lives? Well, we kind of thrive off our economy. That's how, you know, people work now that... You know, that great, you got that $600 extra, but that ends soon, so yeah, the, regular. Some uh, people didn't even get unemployment. Some people no. couldn't. I actually was about to get unemployment and got hired back the day my severance ended, so I was actually pretty lucky. Yeah, that's actually nice. I got called back like a month. A month ago, they called me, and they're pretty much ready to take me back. I mean, it was nice to get me wrong. I took advantage of it. I'm like, hey, I had two months off. You know, I got stuff done and had fun, but yeah, it, it feels... Like, good to have that normalcy well, back in life. Here's Some the, normalcy. Here's the wild thing. They paid me more in severance than they would have paid me if I just worked. That's insane. That's crazy. So it makes no sense. My company was paying us while we were still working, and they were paying us um, time and a half, like a hazard pay, yeah. for us to come in. So it's like, I was like, oh, sweet. So My, like, my severance was over five figures. Yes, that's nice that they and did that. And I, I was out of work for like two months. Yeah, see, then it kind of works out. I mean, it worked out for some people. I know a couple of people that were like... Could have bought another transmission for, for my with my severance. <laughs> like, that, that, that's how much they gave me for fucking two months. It made no sense. And then they just hired me back. I'm like, okay. Uh, I get the... Uh, well, I liked it because we were on furlough, so they actually paid for our um, benefits, like our insurance and oh, stuff. Oh, they did? And, yeah, the that was one thing for. they did not do for me. So I do work for a really, really good company. So they do a lot of good things yeah. like that. I mean, unfortunately, this year, like, we do, like, um, bonuses and uh, company, like, cookouts and all that. So unfortunately, this year, like, any other company, we took a hit. So, but, yeah, they're a good company. They work with you a lot, you know, so. I think pretty much every company took a hit other than, like, 
sanitized and cleaned yeah. up. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at retail it. places like Walmart. I mean, they did a killing toilet paper. I don't know what was the deal with toilet paper. I've uh, never seen. No, I don't know. A CVS killed it too. Yeah. I mean, they all those places. People. You know what killed me though is you see everybody grabbing hand sanitizer stuff, but you don't see anybody grabbing vitamins, healthier food to eat, like well, stuff that actually like. That's the craziest thing. They didn't talk about upping your immune system at no. all. Yeah. It wasn't even a conversation, no. which I, I just, I couldn't believe it. The first yeah. thing I did was I had multivitamins. I bought more. Yeah. I mean, it's like anything. I mean, you're a healthy person. You should be able to like, and you get these people. What blew my mind is I think it was Walmart. It might have been Walmart. I was in there and person's full gloves, everything, but they're eating with the gloves on. It's like, so I'm like, what is the point of this? Like, that's what I mean. You deal with crazy people like that. I understand that there are people with actually like health issues and they take it very serious. Yes, take it very, but then I see people like driving by themselves with a mask, mask on. on. And I'm like, come on, you're in your own vehicle. Like, I just don't get it. What are you doing? Oh, you see other people like in the, like, like everything with gloves. I watched one lady sanitize everything, but yet still like putting her face in there and her hand, like her hands in her face and stuff after. It's I thought like, it was funny the, the lady when it first came out, the news, she's like, don't ever put your fingers in your mouth and she licks her finger to turn the page yes. on stage. Yes. I'm like, what are you doing? That's a, yeah, see stuff like that. And I feel like, too, when you go out, like, some people are, like, so judgmental because they, they, like, freak out about it so much. I mean, like, like, all right, so we're in line and one lady freaked out because there was too many people waiting to get checked out. It's like, well, why are you even here then? Uh, it's, it, it's it's crazy. Like, like I said, I understand some people, like, you know, hey, you want to take it serious, you want to take it serious, but... And what about the rest of us? I had a guy, we went, oh, I went with one of my friends, me and her just went out for like a, this little like walk out in these trails out in this park. And uh, a guy stops me, he goes, oh, six feet. Because uh, we were going to cross outside. him. Yeah, outside. And then it's just like, then he puts his mask on. It's like, well, why are you out here in the trails, the bike trails? And now he wanted me to walk in the woods. I'm like, no, dude, like you can walk in the woods if you want to say six feet, damn it. Yeah, like it's, it, it's insanity. It is, because it's like if you're freaking out, like... I, I can't get over the fact that now they were just like, yeah, you can't have barbecues of more than six people. Like, technically, we're breaking the rules right now. We're not six feet. I know. Hey. They haven't been quarantined together. But then it's like, oh, but you can have protests of 100 people. It's like, what? See, that's why I feel like a lot of people switched. Uh, oh, it's switched a whole scam. Because it goes from one extreme to the next extreme with the news. So you hear about corona, corona this, corona that, and then... You got the protesting going on, and then you don't hear about Corona. You don't hear about the number eight break. You don't hear about them saying that you're going to kill your grandmother and stuff like that by gathering in groups. But they were, which I don't have nothing wrong with protesting, but there were people that were protesting to want to open their business, open their business, because that's how they survive with their family. And they were looked at as like. Yeah, the hairdresser in Texas got arrested. Yes, like yeah. scum of the earth. And yet. It, so it just shows you that, like, I feel like the media, they play on it. And, and unfortunately, some people fall into well, it. Well, now it doesn't even exist. It's just uh, Black Lives Matter, everything. Yeah. Including yeah. on Call of Duty. I loaded up my Call of Duty screen two days ago. The message is Black Lives Matter. You click through it. And then before every game, it's Black Lives Matter. Yes, I've seen that. Like, like I said, it's just... So you can't kill black people in the game. It's not allowed that you have to let them kill you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's just wild, man. I don't know. Like, I understand the message. Like, it's an important message. Yeah, I understand it, too. It gets to a point. Because, yeah, it does get to a point. Because it's just, like, I couldn't even watch the video. Like, it was sad. But it's just, you go into neighborhoods that had nothing to do with it. Exactly. You go and you're destroying neighborhoods that people thrive off these neighborhoods. That's how they have... 
that place that you burnt down, they worked it. Well, the more wild thing is they're like, oh, this is like the Boston Tea Party. It's like, no, the Boston Tea Party was directly the screw over the British government yeah. and say, fuck you. Like, if you went to, like, a, the post office or the state house and you were doing that, I'd be like, oh, you're trying to go against the government. You're going against private business owners. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's sad because there's people that you don't know their struggles too, and it's just like, and you got people, like, in their own neighborhoods that, you know, it's like... You heard they were, like, shipping in bricks? Yes, to, like, yes. You know, that like, blows you know, my mind because that's not... Areas? Yeah, that's not peaceful. That's being destructive. But there were a lot of peaceful protesters. Like, all the stuff that I did read and see is you would have peaceful protesters would come. And then all of a sudden, as it gets a little bit later, second wave. Yeah. The second wave, I mean, people, yeah, people do take advantage of situations. So, yeah, there's these people like, oh, we can go smash it. Oh, you we know can what do my this. conspiracy theory is about the bricks, where they came from? What is that? I mean, it was Jeff Bezos. You think so? Fuck brick and mortar. So nah. ship bricks everywhere. People will destroy the businesses. They've been closed for a few months. Now they're all destroyed. Think about it. It's actually a possibility. Dude, I would not put it past them. It's crazy like to think about some of these. Because like, some people will say something that they won't believe what you say, but what you say seems a little bit more grounded. Because that does seem more grounded. Like, it seems like it makes sense, but it's still so wild that like you, you kind of sit know. there and it's like, I mean, no, come on. You, it could be anybody. It could be because you hear about some of these people that go, oh, the Smash should are getting paid to do it. And I don't know how true that is. That doesn't that doesn't really make sense. I remember they were saying they were paying like Antifa groups to like yeah. go out to places. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what are you paying them each $10 an hour? And there's like 100,000 people yeah, there. there's a lot of people. Like, there's no way they're doing that. Yeah. But I but, definitely could see like a group of people maybe sent somewhere to like start shit and try to get other people involved. Well, they, they said there were people in the group, like would go in a group to try to stop stuff and all the peaceful people like, no, we're not here for that. Because you're not going to get a message across. Like, you're not going to get a message across... You don't fight fire with fire, you know what I mean? Violence with violence, because it's just, it's not, people are going to use that against you. Oh, You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you're going to get, you're going to have people that use, but if you go out there peacefully and you go out there with a message, then everybody's going to want to hop on the boat because yeah, everybody knows, you know, like equality and all that, that's the right thing. Well, I think we're also, we're we're in Massachusetts, like, I feel like it's not really an I mean, it's an issue everywhere, but I feel like here we are like not as conscious of it, just because like here it's just it's it doesn't really ex- different. It doesn't. I don't want to say it doesn't exist here. It's just when you're, it's different in mass because mass does have a lot of um, people, especially in Boston, like immigration that moved in and stuff like that. So it's crazy. So and just like how it is here. So it is. I mean, you're Portuguese. You're in my house yeah, right now. I can't I believe it, right? I know, right? So it's, it's crazy. crazy, like all the different, like a lot of guys I work with are all Cape Verdean guys and the nicest guys in the world. Cape Verdes. I love them. Oh, they're funny. Like a lot of the guys that I work with are awesome. So it's just, so you know what I mean? You, you have a lot of different mixing pots and it's just, it blows my mind sometimes when they came to protest in Boston and Boston is kind of a very like. Yeah, it's like a very liberal. Liberal, like, state. exactly. Like, it's a very liberal, like city so it blows my mind sometimes to think that because it's like hey i talked to some of my black friends like not really they don't really experience that around here they're like yeah i went to georgia one time and like a bunch of guys looked at me weird i'm just like oh shit because it is i feel like it is true down south it's different down south you know and it's just like this down south like whether the bible belt and stuff like that yeah yeah. i mean i don't think we can really speak on it because we don't really experience it as no 
I mean, here it's kind of like not really talked about. I mean, where I went to school at Suffolk, it's 33% people that live in Mass, 33% people that are out of the country, and then 33% of people that don't live in Mass. Yeah. So it's literally cut in a third. So you're literally meeting everyone. Like a lot of people are like from Bahrain, um, like Middle East, like Turkey. That's it's all these other places. Um, Africa, the Africa campus closed down, so we had a lot of guys from Africa. And, I mean, you could tell instantly they were from Africa. They dominated in soccer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would, like, carry your team. See, that's awesome, though. Like I said, like, you have that. So that's what blows my mind here. Yeah, like, you know, it's like because we are very, like, it is a liberal city and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, it's like, but it still just blows my mind that it's just some of the things, I mean, you're going to have people that are going to take advantage of the situation, and those are bad people that took advantage of that situation. So, of course, it's just like, you know, you have something bad happen. Unfortunately, you get these other people out there. But yeah, and I mean, when you're riding against Target and stealing Legos, I don't know if you saw that picture. Oh, that was like, funny. The, the kids, kids stealing Legos. Stealing Legos with a mask on. I you mean, know what? Day, you don't really care. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like it because it's funny. With all that you can steal, it was the Legos. Fucking you couldn't Legos. steal the, the TV. Well, he wasn't getting greedy. <laughs> he yeah, just true. wanted some Lego sets. Legos are expensive. Yeah, they're fucking well, expensive. How expensive are Legos? That was funny when I was I don't even that. know. How expensive are Legos? Legos are expensive. I know that. I know there's a, there's a Lego Lamborghini. I actually want to know. Oh, I looked at... Because I saw it one day. I don't know how I saw it, but I was on Amazon, and I saw it was like a Lego. Like, Yeah, those right there. Lego, Lambo, $350 for the Bugatti. Yeah, Special order. Holy shit. $3,700 SVJ Roadster, $138 on Wish. All right, that's actually worth $138. Look at that's that. Cool. $570. Oh, for Legos. For Legos. These are what we played as with kids, so it's funny. Bro, that's wild. Imagine some kid just being like, all I want is just a Lego set, and then you look it up, it's $570. Legos are like, they were the shit, because when I had Legos as a kid, it's like, for Christmas, your birthday, it's like, I wanted Legos. Well, dude, they have, um, they have modified Nerf guns that you can buy. You can buy a Nerf gun sniper. Yeah. Like, that shoots Good. like 100 feet. Like, it's, it's wild. Nerf guns are more for adults now than anything. Well, I have, um, if you have, like, the rival, uh, the rival which shoots, like, the balls, those things fucking whip. What? The things have a legit scope on it? Dude, this is a rabbit hole. I'm going to bring it down right now. I didn't even know this. $350. This is a custom-built Nerf gun sniper. 3D printed. It's got a barrel. It's got a muzzle. I can choose options on it. So you can get parts options. You can get gun options. So you can build a Nerf gun like you could build a gun. Yeah. That's insane. Like, look at the magazine. The like, the... I have an AR-15. This has more options it's than It's even got a suppressor on it. Fucking suppressor, tripod, a scope on top of the scope with a flashlight. And this is a kid's toy. Extended magazine. They did, that, that 3D print actually looks so good. Dude, it, look, it looks nasty. And this thing supposedly shoots 100 feet. That's insane. So I don't even, Oh, look at the dials. They can, you can dial in the scope. That's insane. For three hundred fifty bucks, you can get this. Has Some kids are gonna be dominating on their neighborhood with Nerf. <laughs> the Nerf they've battles. made the mag so you can fit thirty bullets in it, thirty round mags with Nerf bullets. You'd be oh man, Bro. neighborhood kids would be like top of their sheds sniping people out. Yeah, because we, we we the ones that we had as kids were like nowhere near that. Like 
I was always more into the um the super soakers because those were like cool and the Nerf guns that we had as a kid. Yeah, Nerf guns have uh taken a whole new stage now. That's insane. <laughs> Fucking Nerf gun sniper. Yeah, I went down that road because I got the rival gun that was like fifty bucks at Target, which is like. I mean, it's not cheap, but no. for a toy that I'm going to just fucking shoot my friends with, they're going to get pissed off at me. But, like, <laughs> then I look at I'm like, oh, I wonder if they have better shit. And then it's like $350 Nerf gun custom three-print yeah, sniper no rifle. You're like, what? You, you get that thing, and you can't say no to that. I couldn't I couldn't justify this it. This whole world of 3D printing. 3D printing's cool itself, too. Oh, it's wild. They have the 3D printing car parts now. Yeah, it's it blows your mind to think, like, how much that... So, I remember when, like, 3D printing, when people were first talking about it. and They were worried that they were going to 3D print guns, but they yes. shoot one bullet and fall yes. apart. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I remember that, because that was a, a conversation that was brought up. But it's just, it's insane that you can take something on the computer and be like, I'm going to make this now. You know? Dude, it prints it. Wild. It prints it. I I've mean, seen them in person. It's so cool, like, to see what it does, and you're, like, you're amazed by it. I don't know if you've used uh, CAD before. No. Nah. Computer-aided design. I took a class on it, and the first car actually ever made in CAD was the BMW 850i, the old one. Really? That was the first car ever made in CAD. And I, I got to show you a picture of it because it just looks goofy as hell. But essentially now, that's what a 3D printer is. I mean, it, it really just is someone making something in CAD and then coming over and uh, developing it. But if you look... That's one with the headlights up. That's a 94. But you see how little the grill is now? Yeah. Have you seen the new M4? No, I haven't. Oh, wait, yes. They got huge grills now. Dude. The grills are, like, they're massive. I feel like it's more grill than car. Oh, it's goofy as fuck. Yeah, they're crazy. It's just, I don't understand it with, uh... With the big grills, what they're going on there. They do look a little goofy. I like the new, I like the Audi girls. Those are like the new Audis, and you see them coming down, like it fits it perfect. Ooh. Oh, wow. Did it die? It, it did die, but I think it's uh too hot. Oh, damn. Damn. All right. Probably uh, drained out that battery a little heat. Yeah, it, um, I was looking at it. So what's so, that YouTube thing? It's a serial podcast. Oh, really? So I haven't even uploaded to it. So I did, um, my first podcast with my two best friends last Friday. Um, and I also recorded on the GoPro. It was only about an hour long. Right now, I think we're at like an hour 10, hour 15. Oh, no way. Um, but we did it. It was an hour long and watched it the next day. I thought... Like, we didn't black out, but we all blacked out. Oh, damn. So it was really bad. Oh. We were talking in circles the whole time, saying the same shit. <laughs> Awkward silence periods. One of my friends was on camera, literally just eating pizza. That's not awesome. talking. So it was uh, it was not a good first try. Not a first kind out. The plan was to edit it all weekends, and um, I couldn't because it was unusable. Yeah, well, what is it? Uh, practice and never... Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> that's funny. Well, now I know I need something better than the GoPro to record us because that thing looked like the screen was just fried because it was so hot. Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah. Like, drunk battery? I mean, it was 
an hour and 15 minutes. GoPros typically just don't do not do that long. You typically do, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. They, so yeah, uh, A good, like, couple videos out of them. Yeah, so I'm probably going to have to switch it up. And if I want to continue doing this by, like, a normal 4K camera or something and plug it in with a USB. I, I was looking them up. They were a lot better, and they were, like, $200. That thing was, like, $400. Is that crazy? The, the little GoPro. I have a little GoPro mount GoPro. that came on my truck. Just yeah, to be man, honest, yeah. GoPro, and I'm, I'm never going to buy a GoPro for it. I'm not going to do anything, like, cool enough to well, need the, a GoPro. The Tacoma <laughs> commercials, uh, all-terrain or mall-terrain, was still oh. one of, like, the best commercials. You ever see I, that? Yeah, I've seen those. <laughs> the fucking guys in the mall is like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and even in the commercial, it says they have a GoPro mount right on it. Yeah, it's just, like, I didn't, like, when I looked at them, I was like, is that a GoPro mount? It's like, yeah, they all come with it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'll use it, but, yeah, it's a cool little feature. Toyota's definitely trying to appeal to a younger market now that they brought back the Supra um, or the Z4, whatever you want to call it. Essentially, what the Supra is, it's a two-door M240i. Yeah. Because it's the B58 motor. It's an inline six. People are all upset about it being a BMW motor. I still don't understand why. I understand it's not... Probably the most reliable BMW motor. Then it's Toyota... I know Toyota... I'm not sure. Was it they were involved? But I don't think because of the like the Toyota ripped it apart and they checked everything and they made tweaks to it. But right. it's a B58 motor, and people are all upset. It's not the 2JZ. I mean, the 2JZ was a great motor. They developed it in like 1990. Yeah, it's time for a new motor. The you know? B58 was developed, I believe, in 2018 or 2017. And so it's... I mean, it's a new motor. It's an inline six. It has like a I think it has like a hybrid intake, which I thought was weird. Whereas the N55 motor in my BMW, that's just a straight inline six. That's why you get all those cool pops and stuff. Um, but the the N54, I know, doesn't have a burble tune. So that was kind of um, something weird. And that was a twin turbo, where mine's just a twin scroll turbo. Uh, but I do want to do the pure turbochargers. I don't know if you've heard of pure. So pure, basically, you send in your turbo, and they you know, mill it out, do all the stuff, change the gate on it, change the wheel, and you just make way more power. So a pure turbo makes about 550 wheel Damn. in a BMW. Um, if you do, I was actually looking at today, so since I follow pure, and that's something I wanted to do to my Beamer, um, probably wait like till next summer if I'm going to do that. I haven't decided yet what I want to do. But I was looking at the, the pure site, and now they have, pure 900 turbos which makes 900 horsepower on either a c63 amg or e63 amg so if you buy a c63 amg which is a four liter v8 twin turbo you send it to pure after the the fees and everything you're spending about five thousand dollars and you are getting a car with 900 wheel horsepower that's cheap for five thousand dollars that's so cheap. And you can buy a C63 with minimal miles for about 50 grand. So 55k, you have a 900 wheel horsepower car that is reliable and with a Mercedes interior that Best you can bang. drive every day. Perfect daily. Unlike a 600 wheel horsepower Evo that you cannot drive every day that costs about $75,000. What was that thing get for mileage, by the way? That thing on uh, a full throttle, it's like seven. See, so when you're daily in that too. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I drive it easy, I think it's uh 14. That's not too bad. <laughs> out of a four cylinder. 
Yeah, well, you think about what you're putting in for power, the big turbo, everything. Oh, I mean, it's it's stupid. With 3582R, yeah, it makes plenty of power. Thing idles and it goes through a gallon. It sounds like it, too. I mean, you heard the fucking fuel thing going when I oh, turned yeah, it off. When it turned, you can still hear it priming. Yeah. That thing was fast. Oh, shit. When it breaks off what that is. That's, that's like, a gear. different feeling because it's just, like, it's still going. That was uphill. Yeah, uphill. It's still <laughs> uphill. going. Uphill. Still going, breaks loose. You can feel it break loose and go side to side, but it's still fucking pulling. Mm-hmm. It has not let off, and I was like, "Wow, it's insane." Yeah, you really. I mean, the tires were a little cold in that time. I mean, if you're going on a straight road and you have like heat in the tires, you typically will only break through first and second. Third, sometimes you can break. I think it's more the the power violently comes on because it yeah. is a bigger turbo. So it's really like it's making next to no horsepower until like forty five hundred RPM, and then it just comes all at once. And just hits you like a ton of bricks, like literally. Oh like yeah. Boom. Suck you it back even, in the seat. Yeah, you can't even get up if you tried. Yeah, it feels like a little kid kind of like pushing, pushing down it back. on it. It's an instance like it was all about like that that violent noise outside, but it was like so smooth on the inside. Yeah. Now when the the car does all the the crazy like pops and everything, that's like a fireball just shooting out of the bottom of it because yeah. it has an open dump. Oh yeah. So your neighbors are probably like, "What's going oh, on?" Oh yeah. Probably like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like they're probably used to it by now. Well, my neighbor has a race bike. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. So he probably loves it. Yeah. He has mm-hmm. actually um uh, a dirt track. You gotta look at it. Really. You can see it from the window. That's insane. There's a little dirt track set up out there. Yeah. He has um, two little step kids that ride around the dirt bikes. Oh, that's awesome! What what uh, what are they? What kind of dirt bikes? I have no idea. No idea. Well, how old are they? Probably like all like little, like awesome. seven or eight. Uh, They're like little little that's, bikes. That's pretty cool though. They have, he, like, little he I believe has a full on bike. He just fucking rips around there. I hear him at like the, nine in the morning. What the fuck that's awesome. I want to get a little pit bike just so I can throw in the back of my truck when you go out. Because those are fun, like little pit bikes. But, and they're so low to the ground. If you, like, fall, it doesn't really hurt. But he's one that will talk you out of buying a crazy motorcycle. So he used to race uh, 600 bikes. Race. Like, full gear. Yeah, race. all around the track. Yeah, now he only races 300 cc's because he had a bad crash in the 600 where he can't turn his neck all the way. Oh, really? I don't notice it, but he'll, like... It'll be like if you hang around me long enough, you'll start to like notice little things yeah. like that. I didn't notice it just you know hanging out with him here and there, um, but he went down from 600 to 300, and of course I'm like, well, if I'm gonna buy a bike, it's gonna be like a Hayabusa, or it's <laughs> gonna be a ZX10 or something. And he's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> like, I would bike. never do that. Mm. Imagine that four cylinder supercharger oh is your first my bike. God. That's insane. You'd be scared to ride it the first few times when you used to us. I, I mean, know. shit, even an experienced rider probably fucking shit himself if you, like, those, hit it too hard. Yeah, because it's just, it's just insane. I think everybody, when they ride those bikes, you get, like, that in general and honesty, like, oh. Yeah, unless you, like, you drop it, throw the wheel back, and then uh, I, I saw some dude that was doing a carbon fiber wheel on one. That's awesome. And it saved, like, eight pounds of unsprung weight, which is equivalent of, like, 40 pounds. Yeah, because it's not much of a bike anyway, so no. make it light as it is. I mean, what's a bike with you on it and a bike in between your legs? If you think about it, a older like Honda Civic would make 110 horsepower, and if you were on a bike that makes 110 horsepower, that's a difference. That's a huge difference, and especially yeah. when a Honda, an old Honda Civic probably weighs like 1,900, yeah. 1,100 pounds. So you add on and something that's only weighing like 600 pounds. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so like, it's gonna make it a lot faster. It's, it's insane to think. What is that? like? I wonder like the craziest 
bike out there right now? Like someone has a crazy street bike. Um, I think the H2 is the craziest like factory, but I mean, I'm sure there's like people that do crazier shit. Let's see, ZX10R Ninja, ZX10R, yes, Kit Karasaki. So that starts at. Fifteen thousand dollars. It weighs four hundred and fifty pounds. That placement is a nine nine eight. So is the ZX10 is not? Is it the H2? Is that what it is? I'm trying to think. Is it Ninja H2 versus ZX10R. What is faster? So the ZX10R keeps up because it's lighter, but it looks like the H2 is actually faster. Ninja H2. Yep, this is the one. The H2 is the supercharged four cylinder. Order period is now closed. You can't even order one. <laughs> Oh, those started at uh, $29,000 with a $410 destination fee. Uh, specs. Let's see here. Supercharged engine. It's really all they say is supercharged engine. I'll tell you. Wrong from. Let's see. Hmm. Surprises doesn't tell you like the, the leaders and everything. Because I'm sure it's a leader bike. That's the engine though. Looks like a fucking car engine. That's insane. That's wild. I think it's a four cylinder supercharged. I mean, like, holding on to daylight. I mean, it's a heavier bike, but I mean, it's I mean, still it's way lighter than a fucking car. Oh, so it is just a you know straight leader. It's nine nine eight cc. So it's a four stroke, four cylinder, dual overhead cam, four valve, liquid cooled supercharged engine. Max torque has a hundred and five torque on a fucking bike. That's insane. Holy shit. You'd be getting up pretty quick. Tot speed's one eighty six. I'm sure it's fucking limited. It's faster. ZX. Oh, they have a ZX fourteen. The fuck. So ZX fourteen, I'm guessing, is the um the fourteen hundred cc. So that would be like a Busa. R specs. Zero to no, not that is a quarter mile. So quarter mile stock is a nine seven at a hundred and forty seven miles an hour. <laughs> stock. It weighs about six hundred pounds. So that's pretty light. Wow, twenty two liter. Oh, five point eight gallons. That makes sense. That's a small tank. I was going to say, I thought it meant 22 gallon tank. I'm like, holy shit, that's huge. How much torque does this thing have? I wonder if this has more or less torque. Oh, so it is an inline four. Oh, it has more. 208 crank horsepower, 113 foot pounds of torque. That's insane. And 600 pounds. That's insane. So my Evo weighs 3,400, so let's do this math out. 
So 3,400, or we'll do uh, 600 divided by 3,400. So that's 0 0.1, we'll call it 0.18 horsepower per pound. And now we'll do uh, this one, divided by 600. Um, so you're making more than double the, the horsepower per pound. So that's fast. Um, yeah. <laughs> that little weight. My car would probably look like an anchor was thrown out of it if it had the race one of oh, these fucking bikes, Street bikes are quick to some drugs. They're so light. And that's stock. I know. That's scary. And that starts more. at 50 grand. Wow, that's actually not bad for what depending on what you get for options. Dude, so the, the front end's gone on the picture. The front end is the front end even touching the ground? Uh, yes, barely. Yeah, barely. It looks like it's about to fucking shoot up. I don't know. It's like a rocket. It's like blast off in space. That's insane. I like that color too. That green. I wonder if it really comes in the green and black. I'm sure you can buy like different fairings and shit like that. That is a nice bike though. Uh, for only fifteen. 208. Does it have top speed on here? I mean, it achieves 147 the fucking quarter mile, so pretty confident it can keep going past that. And that's not why we start tinkering with it. It's true. Yeah, the top speed of my Evo was 182. Don't ask me how I know that. Um, hmm. We don't have top speed here. I'm really curious to see what the top speed of this thing would be. Top speed on there. Top speed is 174 with a limiter. So That's with a limiter. It must just run out of gear, I'm guessing. Yeah, at 9250 RPM, it just runs out of gear. So I'm sure it can do far more. Motorcycle. Uh, I wonder without a limiter. Has anyone done it? It's funny because the first Google search was without limiter. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Um, hmm. Yeah, it looks like 186 Ooh, and still, just runs out of gear. That's fast, though. When you think about that, going on a bike. At 186 miles per hour. I mean, it's going to be like a tunnel. Especially if you just add like a bigger final drive gear or something. Like I know you can do that on a car. I'm sure you can do it on a bike. Like you're you're definitely going over 200. I mean, you're going 150 in the quarter. That's plenty. I mean. <laughs> For uh, a stock bike, that's like. Yeah. It's wild. So if you take that limiter off, you get like a lighter wheel set up. You're going to have to drop it and throw it back a little bit or you're going to be wheeling a lot <laughs> but um yeah i don't think you can really compete with that too much um yeah those bikes those bikes are fat well, i mean that's why it's just like it's tough to beat them i like when you go and you race like so you're going up against something that's you know that's making like 700 horsepower up against a you know this is a street bike that has a little work done to it. You can't compete. That's like my Evo having um, essentially 1,400 horsepower. Yeah, so. To the wheels? That's fast. Yeah. I think it was. It's like you're not going to. That's like um, those, what is it, the, uh, those, what are those dudes, the 13. 1320. 1320 dudes. That's insane. Well, that just makes, the internet makes horsepower sound so like pathetic now. 
Because if, if you say 600 to, like, a kid, they'll be like, that's it? And then they experience it, and it's like, holy shit. Like, you have no idea. Like, if I talk to drag guys, and I'm just like, yeah, um, the BMW, like, full bolt-ons, they run, like, mid to high 11s. And, like, a drag guy would be like, holy shit, that's fast as hell for, like, a daily driver, like, every day? I'm like, yeah, it's pretty fast. But then you tell, like, a kid that it's like, nine and a 10-second car? Yeah. You know, they like they just don't they don't understand it like Fast and the Furious, 1320 video, that racing channel, like all these other places, like they make horsepower sound so easy and attainable. I mean, I think they do they try to do like a good job of explaining like all the shit done. They but tell how many motors they went through too. Oh yeah. How many and, times they had to do a rebuild? Or the guys with the rotaries that have like five different rotary transmissions Those, just sitting. Yeah, you, <laughs> you have to have everything ready to go because you literally just blow through parts at that. Oh, it insane. depends though too. I mean, those cars like if you have something making that's good for like a straight line going fast, but then if you want something for a track, you're not gonna push that much. Well, that's the problem. So you're not gonna be able to use it all. So. You'll, you'll never be. I mean, on the street, you'll never be able to use it all ever. I like, know. It's just. It's just like, like it's just you're making, just to have it. You want to like if on the street. You realistically want to be making about 500 wheel. That is going to be like your extent of like what you really can do on the street in like a lighter car. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a heavier car, you're going to want up the power. I personally like lighter with good power than heavier with shit tons of power but then you drive like a, a pickup truck or something and you have all that torque and it just feels so smooth and you don't worry about anything you I don't know. worry about potholes i actually found myself not speeding in trucks just because i'm so relaxed yeah because you think just cruise. you just yeah you cruise because you forget when you're like lower to the ground and going over everything and then you're in a truck you're just like is this is that so nice yeah it's just like a, so a smooth nice. glide and then you get into like I, I feel like the, the European cars definitely did well. Like, the, the BMW is kind of like a highway rocket. Like, I don't Audubon. feel too much. Like, it just it just kind of goes. Like, I floor it and it goes. Like, I feel a little bit of, like, a pit in my stomach. Like, it kind of, like, pushes me back. But it's not, like, crazy violent. Like, it's very linear power. They literally made the power on that car. Like, you hit max torque at, like, 1,800 RPM. And then it just holds into, like, six. So it's a good little cruiser, yeah. highway cruiser. Yeah, it's it honestly it just looks like a table. It's just like straight up across, and then kind of like falls off at the end. So it's it's definitely usable, fun power, and I don't think a lot of people understand that because 500 wheel horsepower in like a big turbo car compared to 500 wheel horsepower in like an inline six like mid turbo car, it's just completely different the way the power band comes in. Like if you drive like a 500 horsepower naturally aspirated. You just have all that low-end grunt and torque, and it feels nice. And then you drive, like, a, a car with, like, a big turbo, and you have none of that until, like, 5,000, yeah. and then it hits you like a freight train and just goes crazy. Like, like all-built motors, you have, like, that, uh, of the, this, uh, all-built, no-turbo, naturally motor. I know, like, you have so much more of that torque, that get-up-and-go, but then... You don't have as much as in the top end as you would as a, like a certain turbo car or something. Yeah, and there's something like fun with the drama. Like it the is. drama is fun, but at the same time, sometimes it is nice to like be in like a you know the V8 like a Camaro SS like a six two and just kind of like cruise along, or like a Coyote with like the five O um, Coyote motor, like a Mustang. That's I mean, great. it is nice. It's different. Um, I feel like around here those cars aren't as popular. 
Like, you look in, like, Texas, everyone's got, like, a vet. Yeah. Yeah, everybody has something all-wheel drive, and it's mostly an STI. (laughs) STI heaven over here. I think Subaru... I think, um... I think Massachusetts is, like, 40% of Subaru's sales. Yeah. Or New England. New England is, like... It's, like, some If you go around New Hampshire, you see so many outbacks. Because you need all-wheel drive, and they gotta go to all-wheel drive system. But everybody out here that wants something to play around with, it's... Usually in SDI. Yeah, and their head, Subaru headquarters is in uh, Norwood, Mass. Yeah, so... So, I, like, it's, it is around here, and everyone likes STIs, WRXs. Um, I go to car meets. I'm the only Evo there, like, pretty never much see Evo. every single Evos time. Are like, a, like, you know, you don't see them at all. And if you do see them, it's weird, because, like, oh, I can't remember the last time I seen an Evo, like, 8 or 9 or 10. Well, then I have the, the vanity plate Mothra. I don't even know if you know what that means. No. No? So you know um, Godzilla? Yeah. And the GTR? Oh, yeah. Mothra is like someone Godzilla used to fight. Oh, is that Mothra? Yeah. So that's Mothra. Mothra. But people see the vanity plate, and my ex-girlfriend at the time, or now my ex-girlfriend, but my girlfriend at the time was like, um, yeah, some kid in like uh, Quincy... Like, I told him you had this Evo, and I showed him a picture of it, and he says he, like, knows you, and he's met you before, and, like, all this shit. That's fine. And, you know, I'm sitting there, and I'm kind of like, yeah, like, kind of used to that. And then she, like, thought I was being a dick. I'm like, no, like, this is pretty common with, like, car guys. Like, this is super yeah, common. Know. Yeah, because they go to that car meet, and they recognize that one person. Not the person, but the car. Yeah, and then he tells me, um, she tells me his name. I'm like, I have no idea who that is. And I'm yeah, like, what does he drive? And then he, she goes, uh... Oh, he's the one with the uh, the RX-7 with the uh, LS1 motor. I'm like, oh, I know exactly who that is. <laughs> it's like, I know, there was, a, there was an RX-7. Is it black? Like, kind of a black? His is white. There is a black one with a LSX with yeah. a big turbo. That's the one near me, right? That's yeah. not far. Is it? I've seen it in Foxborough, that he, one. This kid he lives probably, in Quincy. I've seen probably it seen, not the white one, but the other one, I think he did some body work to it, so I had some patch jobs on it for a little bit. Can't. But I, mean, I know it was had... LS. It was a. Uh, it was the uh, FD. And yeah, it's an FD. Yeah, so it was FD, and it was around for a little bit. And so you it was like this... Carlos something. I'm like, yeah. dude, I, I mean, you never know. Like some people, they trade off cars, so God it's knows true. where it is. And especially if you're talking about a an LS swapped RX7, it's not exactly a no. <laughs> like a very uncommon. I mean, it's not like have you common, a, but have you even see like an RX7? It's just like like oh, is you know it so. Well, I mean, that's the crazy thing. That's a car that's really held their value, too, the RX-7s. I love the way that they sound. There's, there's been, I've been seeing a lot because now they can be imported. Like, what is it, 93s, 4s? And, yeah, you can get them with left-hand drive. They're way cheaper. Yeah, than American Or not, or right-hand drive. Yeah, right-hand, right-hand drive, right-hand but they're drive, so yeah. much cheaper than the left-hand drive ones. Well, because they're so rare. Like, even they get, like, certain things like uh, clutch pedals because they're not a high-produced car here, and... And, like, uh, was it? Well, the you know, all, like, a lot of, like, the Holy Grail, like, Japanese cars were all made in Japan. Like, my Evo is JA and then the VIN. Yeah. So, they only made Evos in Japan. GTRs, they only made in Japan. Same thing with SDS. Yeah, Subarus are still made in Japan. I, my BMW was made in Illinois. Really? Yes. I know, because they make the Type R's, I think, are made somewhere in Europe. Yeah, I, yes, the Type R's are only made in Europe. Um, the, I know the M BMWs, like the full on M's, like M3, M2, those are made in Germany. Yeah. So. And they ship them. 
So I, it really depends what you're getting. Was it too? Um, were the Ford STs being made here, or were they being made in Germany and then shipped over here? For some reason, I thought they were made in the UK. Was it the UK? I don't. That's a good question. I don't know. Or the RS. I know one of them. I think they were making them there and then shipping them here. Just because they're more they're popular in Europe, hatches, so everybody likes hatches. Well, that's the thing. If you go on like Car Throttle, they have like those competitions, and like they have the hot hatch competition, and people are freaking out in the comments. The only car I knew out of all those cars that we have here is the GTI. We literally have none of the other cars that they had. I they have, like, Citroen just, and a lot Renault. of people. We're more sedans. I've noticed. We love our sedans. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, like, car, like, um, reviewers and YouTubers and people like that, they all love the hatches. They all love them. They love hatchbacks. It's like going to be, the, like, a cost in thing. wagons. Yeah, it's going to be a cost thing from the come out here and probably for companies, like, they don't want to search something out here. And no one's going to buy it. they got to go with, like, regulations and... The all-new Focus ST is manufactured in Germany. Yeah, I knew it was something weird like that. And that's for the ST, where the RS. You would think they would be made almost in the same plant, but it's, it's surprising that they don't do that. Germany also. Huh. It's so weird because Ford is an American company. Yeah, but they're huge out in Europe. Though. I know they are. It's like Ford's like... Ford, I want to say, is almost like a Toyota or like something out there. Like they're... Well, it used to be Dude, a kick in the balls watching British Top Gear, and they'd show off, like, this sick fucking car, and then you'd be like, oh, I want one. You'd look it up and be like, not available in the U.S. Yeah, you'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? We get nothing really we that We have the cool. highest GDP. Why yeah. the fuck wouldn't you come here? This... But then you look at cars like, um, like Pagani's and Bugatti's and shit like that, and, like, 60% of the cars made are allocated to the U.S. So yeah. it's, it's like... Why are you guys sending us these crazy things that only a few people can buy, but then like all the stuff people want to buy and can afford, you're just like, nah. nah. Well, you want to get it. They're not going to send it to us. Yeah, sucks. there's so many cool cars over Europe, Australia. I mean, we didn't get an Evo until the Evo 8. Yeah, which would that come out with? It's an 03. 03, yeah. So you think about it, Evo's been around since the early 90s. Yeah, the beginning 90, of the 90s. 90. Yeah, so in the very beginning of the 90s, and then it took that long for it to get here. Well, WRX came here in 01? Actually, isn't that Fast and the, There was a Fast and Furious movie that had the Evo, and that was like its premiere coming to that the States. That was Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, and that, that was, was the Evo from, 7, and they got it imported here. Too Fast, Too Furious came out in 03, and that was the... They filmed that in 02. That's why they had an EO7 and not an yeah. EVO 08. But Mitsubishi wanted to give them cars. Unfortunately, they gave them that Eclipse Spider that was terrible. Oh, yeah. But uh, it is right. what it is. Tyrese didn't give a fuck. I mean, back then, that was a cool car. That was. But then you look at like the 2G, and you find out that it had a 4G63 motor in it. And then they ripped that out and put it in that shitty V6. And you're oh, just like, ah, oh, that sucks. I know. Movie cars. They look, well, they have the hero cars that always look good, and then they have the, the jump ones. Oh, of course. But yeah, that was cool, because it was not like the first time that people really got to know what the evil was around here. That was the first time, and then um, Gran Turismo. Yeah. They had them, if you raced rally tracks, you could pick the Evo 5 and 6, I think, in the It's game. such a cool car. I wish they came here. 
I think if they came in, even in, like, the 90s, I think they would have been selling pretty well, good. Well, the other thing that really fucked them was the Evo 8 and 9. So my favorite generation Evo is the Evo 9. Mm. I think that one looks the best. But the U.S. got fucked with them. They don't have active yacht control. So essentially what that means is they have uh, all-wheel drive, but it's a front-wheel drive-based all-wheel drive. Oh. They don't have act, or they might have actor center differentials. I don't believe they do. Um, so you really, it, it's like a shitty all-wheel drive, front-wheel based. Whereas the Evo tens were the first Evos in America, or I should say, United States of America, where they had active yaw and active center differential. The reason why that's a big deal is because when you're going into a turn, like a turn with that vehicle, when you floor it, it actually will shift power to the outer wheels and reduce power on the inner wheels and it can reduce it to each individual wheel so if you don't have that it's not going to rip around turns yeah so yeah so you end up sliding right into the turn going exactly so evos are weird in the sense where you kind of you're flying into a turn you make the turn and then when you start to feel the car understeer you floor it and then the computer kicks in, it figures everything out, and it just rips you around the corner. So you can go into like a tight corner going like 90, start to lose it, floor it, come out of the turn at like 130 and be stable. Yeah. It's wild. I wish uh, – the other thing too I wish that we hopped on was like a lot of the tur- – well, we did have turbo cars from the 90s from Japan, but that was much I would like to see. Yeah, I was kind of looked down upon. I remember the, um, I think the Mustang was- SVO was like the – that was the 80s. It was a kind of, not new technology, but it was like one of those things that were like newer. I know turbos back then had the issues, like boost leaks, stuff like that. So I felt like a lot of people... Yeah, and they had surge problems yeah. and like... So a lot of people wouldn't go for it, but now, I mean, the technology's there. Wait, have you driven an STI? Yeah, I've driven a few STIs. So STIs have like a much more linear power bands. I don't know if you've noticed that. Like it kind of has that boost, like around 3,000 and kind of pulls. Yeah, because I know they're different. They're, they're totally different um, setups from the WRX. Yeah, it's like... Because I've driven a few WRXs and I've driven a few SDIs, but I've never driven, like, back-to-back, so I might not have a pickup on it. Yeah, so, like, the the weird thing is, like, with modern turbochargers, it's almost like you don't feel them. Like, yeah. my BMW doesn't really feel turbocharged. It just feels like a... You know, a five liter V eight essentially. It feels like a Coyote motor. Yeah, like so. it, it just it makes mine makes a little more power than a stock Coyote, but it just feels like very linear. And then the Evo feels like an old time turbo where there's nothing, oh, nothing, 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 and then everything right at the top, and then it just pulls and pulls and pulls and pulls. It's it's very strange because it feels like it just never is gonna let out until you shift. Whereas, like, the other turbos now, they make them, like, smaller and more efficient where they kick on, and you feel them right on the top just yeah, cause you fall can feel down. It. Yeah, because it's, it's a more get-up-and-go thing. Like, uh, like because all the work vehicles they have are, like, all diesel, turbo diesels from Mercedes. Yeah. And those things, it's just like they, yeah, they get up and go, but that's it. They'll get up and go, and then... Well, they maybe make you like merge no on the highway. Power, yeah, they right? make, like, it's no horse. It's all torque, so it's, like... Once that turbo spools up, because you're getting on the highway, I'm not saying I'm not dropping it, doing 100 on the highway, but if you're just merging, it's a nice, like, yeah, you can merge nice it pretty easy, because you got it there, but then if you ever had a go, it was just like... Well, I always think about, like, resetting myself, and what I mean by that, I mean selling both cars and then buying something, like, practical. Yeah. 
And then, like, I drive, like, a car with, like, 160 horsepower, which is still more than enough. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck that. No, I'm not going to do that. It, you're going to have something somewhat, something somewhat fun. Yeah, but you can, like, it, it, think about it. If you, like, decided to be practical for, like, five years and you just saved all the money you would have spent on car payments and insurance and you put it aside, That's in five years, dude, you could easily get something crazy. I know. You can get a lot of crazy stuff. This is all the money you put into it. It is. I mean, I'm at like $75,000 now. It's insane. See, I've never gotten anything that crazy with a vehicle because I've always been like somewhat like responsible. I like like cool stuff, but I never got into like a full build or anything. It's 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 whatever I can do myself. Overrated. I don't know. Stay stock. It's overrated. It's just that reliability, man. I like like that reliability. It's, It's just like you turn the key and you don't have to worry about it in the back of your mind. Take it from someone that has a full-on build and someone that does bolt-ons. Just do bolt-ons. Hey, I'd rather just do bolt-ons. Just bolt-ons. It's like the next dude, one will be something cool once I get rid of this truck. Bolt-ons with a turbo make a massive I difference. I know, huge too. difference. Because the the BMW is making like an additional hundred and ten horsepower with bolt-ons and a tune. Damn. I've only spent three thousand dollars on upgrading that car. You think about like some people buy like. Superchargers, like for example, because I know I'm a Honda guy, but like I know if you buy the Kraftwerk superchargers, like they're expensive, and you're only really making like around like 400 over 400 horsepower in a front wheel drive car. Front wheel drive car, it's a lot of money when you think for that horsepower for that set. I mean, none you of this double, makes sense. You're, you're, you're still doubling your love. horsepower, but you do it for the love of the car. None yeah. of this shit makes sense. But it's just so expensive. The you think about it to get the car to make that much horsepower, you're spending some dough. It's been a lot of fucking dough. And it's just, but it's cool because you can do the research and you figure out what works with what. That's true. So it is a cool thing. It, it's it's a totally different thing. If you're really into it, I guess you'll you'll build them, race them, break them. You do it for the love of the car. Uh, like if someone fun. was, if someone that came up to me and they're just like, yeah, I just want a really, really, really fast car in a straight line, I'd be like, don't fucking buy an Evo. Yeah. Don't. You just want don't something fast. Buy, buy a Tesla. I, I mean, yeah. Have you really can't want? even modify it, really. You just yeah, well, it, up the amps and shit. That's what well, it is. That's all it really is. If you want to go fast in a straight line. And Have you been in a Tesla? I've never driven one or been in one, honestly. I've driven a bunch of the 75s, a couple of the 85s, and I was in a 100. The okay. 100D feels sick. You you literally feel sick. Really? Just accelerating. This is that quick. It just, well, it's, it's just constant pull. It's so much torque. It is so much torque. I think the craziest car I've ever been in was a kid in Canton I actually went to college with. He has a Lamborghini Murcielago SV. That was the craziest car I've been in. Like, I've never been in a V12, and the thing just pulled and pulled and pulled, and it sounded fucking unbelievable. And then you get in this P100D, and you're just like, yeah, this thing would fucking slaughter it. Yeah, it's because it's less moving parts, and it's just instant torque. It's, I mean, it's, it's stupid. It's crazy to think. It looks like a I dad just, car. I can never get in though, cause like how some of them look. I'm not a fan of the white, all white interior in them. Well, that's the other thing. The interior quality is not great. I mean, it's not like bad, but when you're spending like a hundred grand on a car, people get butt hurt. So you gotta be careful, cause they get Tesla. Like you gotta criticize the people the that get the people that get fucking butt hurt are the people who've never been one. Like, exactly. Like honestly, I love Elon Musk. He's like one of my favorite people in the world. But he runs that company like a tech company. He, he doesn't does. run it like a car company. Well, a lot of the people that earn it, like, earn it for the tech. But, yeah, it's just, like, you, you can't criticize the car whatsoever because Tesla people get so butthurt. But it's, like, everybody criticizes the car because it makes it better. Like, if you criticize, hey, this is what happened. Competition yeah, makes everything exactly. better. Exactly. Then that, then they'll be, 
we got to change this and make this better. If you're still spending, I don't care what people say because this was always the excuse, it's a new car company, but if you're spending $100,000 on a car and they can't get the stitching right, that's a quality issue. What, what, it, there is a quality issue. I think what the real issue is, is he's giving you so much tech in the drivetrain and the battery and everything, and he's trying to make the price low yeah. that he basically has to cut corners where he can. And it's just very difficult for people to accept that when you're spending like a hundred grand. Yeah, because you're going out there and they got like blemishes in the paint. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is what it is. You spend that money and it's just like you're like, oh. It, it depends what you're you're doing. I mean, when you buy an Evo, for instance, I don't want to keep saying that, but like I have one that spent a shit ton of money on it. Evos were um, the paint was watercolors out of the factory. They just took watercolors and just painted it. That's what it fucking looks like, to be honest. I think I could just lean on it and it would probably get a chip in the paint. That's how yeah. shitty the paint is. Yeah, but I mean, you, you buy the you buy the motor, whether it be a 4G63 or a 4B11, they take tons of power. Um, you're buying the you know the drivetrain, the active center diff, like all this shit. Because the only other car that really turns like that is a GTR, and the GTR feels a lot more invasive. Yeah, so I've only been able to drive one GTR. I think it was making 450 wheel, and you definitely feel it feels a lot more like computerized. It does not feel as raw. Like really, like it's very it's. If you took a a gas engine and put the Tesla like tech in it, you'd get a GTR. That's honestly what it, what it's like. It's kind of weird. I know that quick. The other thing too is like the charge. I could never, because yeah, I do a lot of driving, so I couldn't just sit there for a Well, you know, the, the mall down the road, they have all the quick charges. Yeah, I seen one at a, a, I had to go get diesel today, so I stopped off, and uh, I saw, like, the charging stations, because they've been popping up more and more, they, so they got a couple of the charging stations over there. Yeah, the infrastructure is going to get better. I mean, they have a lot of issues. Like, they say, um, oh, you can get a, um, a charger station at your house, like a supercharger for free, and it's like, oh, sick. And like, yeah, the destination fee is four thousand dollars, and you're just like, um, so that was not free. So the other thing too is like, well, we have these other car companies like uh, Ford coming out with all electric cars and stuff like that's a good. Have thing. you seen the new Marky? Yeah. Well, it's competition. That's what they need because if they start getting that competition, they're gonna want to. Well, like, the new Porsche, the Taycan, is electric. All electric. I haven't seen it. I can't. Yeah, it's crazy what they're coming out with. I mean, so you're gonna start seeing even more crazy guys, but it's gonna push him to do like. You know, even better, so... Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I remember I looked up, like, quotes how to, like, up the interior of my Evo because it's made with Fisher-Price plastic. Mm -hmm. Um, It is very expensive to make an interior on a car. So I entirely understand why, like, you're going to cut corners there and kind of just be like, all right, I'm going to use leather. It just won't be that good leather and, like, all this other stuff. Like, it gets very expensive, like... The, the Porsche, I think, is 180 mm-hmm. starting, the Taycan. So, I mean, if you're going to spend an extra 80 grand, I mean, that's where that comes in. Uh, I wonder if you can even buy one. I don't even think you can buy one. Uh, Taycan. Let's see if it comes up. Nope. Porsche. Porsche Taycan starts at 103.8. Given it's a Porsche, I find that very hard to believe that you're yeah. going to actually be able to spend 103. Let's just build one. Let's see. 
Yeah, see, because you gotta build it. You gotta put it to your spec. Alright, Tycoon. Alright. So we can get the Tycoon 4S, we can get the Tycoon Turbo, which is 150,000, or the Tycoon Turbo S, which starts at 185,000. Let's see what the cheapest one is first. I'm actually curious. Is this electric or is this not? How would they add a turbo to an electric car? Oh, I don't see. Oh, price from equipment before I even add anything is 115. That's interesting. I literally haven't added anything to the car. I already jumped 15 grand. That, I mean, that is nice interior, though. Yeah, I mean, you look at the interior, you definitely are paying for it. I like it because it's just they have everything placed out so nice, and it looks driver-friendly. So just in um, interior packages and sports packages, we would be adding another 15 grand, so we'd be at 130 um, before we even do anything on the exterior. If you want the sports design package, that's another $6,000. So I'm curious what the, the highest one's going to be. Because you know curious. it doesn't, you can still add more to it. So the highest one, the S starts at $185,000. Let's see what it adds instantly when I load it. Oh, it only added an extra $2,600, so it's $188,960. That's a bargain for the cheap paint. Oh, it only comes in two standard colors. It's a, oh no, it's free if I want to do metallic. But if I want a special color, it's an extra $3,200. Oh, uh, it does come with 21-inch wheels. If I want different... Holy shit. If I want carbon fiber arrow blades, it's an extra $4,500. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy how it adds up so quick. Oh, look at the colors. I think the colors are there. No, I mean, it's a sick car. But when you're spending... Close to $200,000, you're in supercar territory all day. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can get like I think a... people are buying these. These are like their little toys on the weekends that they drive and stuff. Well, this you could drive every day. I don't think I you see, would. I but... see. It's crazy because I know a few people have Teslas and it's like their... It's not their main car. It's the secondary. Well, they use it, but if they do anything like crazy long trips... Yeah, I always have something else. Well, I think it's crazy. So my Beamer has like 430 wheel horsepower, and a Tesla Model 3 is fast on it. Like the yeah. base model. It's all that. It's Dude, it's wild. Electric torque, man. It just fucking hits. I mean, it starts, once you hit like about 80, 90, you definitely feel that start to die down. I mean, even the 100, once you hit like 115-ish, 110-ish, yeah, it, 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 it dies out. I mean, it, it it's not slow. It feels like... It's up uh, there pretty quick. Yeah, so it gets super high up there very fast. It probably... To get up there, it probably feels like a 1,000 horsepower car, I would assume. And then once you're at that 100, 1,520, it probably feels like a 300 horsepower car. Yeah, well, it, if it's just a vehicle that you're driving, plenty to get up and go. Oh, more than you'd ever need. It honestly feels sickening when you just floor it because it just doesn't lose any traction or anything like that. Yeah. But I think we have to cut it short now. Yeah, I mean it's been two hours. Only yes, I know. Short. I got back. I gotta wake up early tomorrow. Again. I'm too. going to Maine, so back first to day Maine. back at work. I know. No, it shouldn't be too bad. All the people can get back into it easy. All right, man. Well, thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem. It's been fun two hours. Oh, it went yeah. by pretty quick. It did go by pretty quick. Uh, signing off. Sweet.